Ace Ranger Stone. Just trying to find his way back home. He's traveling out in space all alone. But he's going home. He's going home. Welcome back to the Space Ranger Stone podcast. Jesus Christ, it's been a minute. It has been. Alright, and we have the original guest, the guy who I fucking started the podcast with, David, who took a very long hiatus from being on the podcast, but now is back. David, say hi to the gents and gen- gentlemen. You know, I'm just really sorry. I couldn't handle the fame and the pressure was getting to me, and it was really <laughs> important for my mental well-being, I just, <laughs> I just took a break, you know. And I searched within myself, and I finally decided... It's time, given another try, a little more prepared, centered myself a little bit, and I've decided to return to the podcast. And with all that time away, you've prepared some very, very great topics that you've thought a lot about in depth. That is that's accurate. Yeah, that, that'd thank, be right. Thank goodness. That's accurate. We're also here we're also here with Adam who you may have just heard speak. Hello. We're it's also me. on camera with each other. I can see Adam and David right now, which is crazy. Well, I can see part of David. David also just drank a shooter to start out the pod, so. That's how you know so it's going to be a good one. Are you going to talk about that, David? David just worked right. out and then what? came out, out of his workout and just immediately drank a shooter. And then, nah, it's starting the pod. It's relaxing. I haven't, I haven't drank in like a week. Got to do it sometime. A week <laughs> in alcoholic days is like two days. <laughs> it's like the one no, beer, no, no, a couple no, no. beers, a few like a whole beer. week, a whole week. All I right. decided no All more right. drinking in solitude. No more drinking in solitude. That's like David's only reason that he even went to the party. Like, <laughs> yeah. Finally, God damn it, it's just a drink. All right, I'm just joking right. with you, David. I'm just, I'm just yanking your dick. I'm just jerking your cock. You know how it is. David going like, to McDonald's to drink some shooters so he won't be alone. Oh yeah. That's a good idea. Look. <laughs> you mind if I steal that? Yeah, go for it, man. Alright. Alright, look guys. Um we're gonna start. Does out other here. cars being on the road? What? Does other cars being on the road while I'm driving count as not being alone? <laughs> yes. David, no more. As, lo- as long as you have passengers in your vehicle, um you're not drinking alone. Alright, we're gonna start out with my my absolute favorite segment, listener mail. Yes, <laughs> it's always the best segment. <laughs> um, turns out today we've got none. Uh, no, there's so no long. way. There's no way we haven't done a pod in like over a month. <laughs> uh, well, it's been actually like two months, but actually we do have one. Oh, from thanks. Dominic. Dominic, I've never heard of this guy, but he must be one of our fans from Nicaragua or some shit. <laughs> He says, good afternoon, sir. First time writer, long time listener here. I had a few pod topics to share. Did you know the queen died? WTF? Thanks, Dominic. Well, thank you, Dominic, for being a complete fucking idiot and not realizing that we wouldn't release a pod for two months. <laughs> so your thing is now outdated, idiot. But, uh, no, I mean, uh, that's that's very interesting. I think that... Uh, do you have any wait? Do either of you guys have any speculation on how she died outside of the normal accepted point of view? Uh, I heard of some dude with like a big homunculus head. Um, mm. who's six foot four and he's gonna kill Hassan Piker? Yep. What about you? Have you guys heard about the? 
the cloning ring that <laughs> Queen Elizabeth ran. What? No. This is an actual, no, it's an actual, uh, well-established conspiracy that Queen Elizabeth was had of, like, <laughs> you know cockfighting where they do the roosters and stuff? Yes. Well, they would just clone people and have the clones fight each other in this big pit, and Queen Elizabeth ran it. I think maybe one of the clones kind of got out of control. That's a real conspiracy, though, is that Queen Elizabeth was in charge of clone cockfighting. Dave, you're coming back with just slamming it right out of the park. I mean, just incredible. First topic back, and he was just knocked it out of the park. With the well, actually, that's the only thing I know about Queen Elizabeth. That's the only thing is I that know she about ran an underground club that, fighting ring. Is there any? Yeah. And they have like Tom Cruises and Johnny Depp's like, clone. <laughs> oh, that's actually kind of cool. Yeah, not just normal people. That's actually but, like, famous people. Yeah, you can. Have, it's like testing out all your hypotheticals better. that you've always wondered about. Like, who would it's win in the fight, idea. Dwayne the Rock Johnson or four Tom Cruises? Especially Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> you never expect it from her. Oh my gosh, okay. that's actually pretty cool. One Dwayne the Rock Johnson would definitely win. I think Tom Cruise is like two foot four, so you just have to kick him. Face. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, yeah, criminally based. I mean, way to start out the pod with that uh, Queen Elizabeth, which is now a completely outdated story. Um, how is okay? Let's. You know, I used to say how is everybody's week, but uh, I guess it's been a while for David. David, how's your last uh, like three years of your life been? Has it been three years? Since the last time you were on the pod, I mean, we started it when I was 18 years old. If you round up, possibly. And then I think you oh, were only around for like six months. Maybe longer, maybe a year. So yeah. maybe two, two, three years. Uh, yeah. It was pretty good. Recently, though, since the summer, I've been horking down doom pills, just left and right. Oh, no, just, no. Oh, shit. you're just you're like something to doom pill about? <laughs> Another doom pod. I'm just going <laughs> to... Yeah, it's, no, man, it's, it's been a while longer. since we yeah. had the Doom Pod. Like what, one, one or two episodes? <laughs> the Doom Pods are just never gonna stop. I think. Well, I think as long as we end on a happy note, Doom Pods are fine. We're gonna end on a happy note. That's what I can promise our listeners on this glorious day. Well, I can't promise, but I'll try. David, what were you gonna say? Why are you Doom pilling? Yeah, no, what, was what, a, what's your Doom pills? Doom pill. What? Well, the what doom are the pills? Doom pills? Uh. Primarily woman focused. Yep. Secondarily <laughs> men focused. Whoa. Yeah. Wait, men can do stuff wrong. Wait, I want to hear the men focused one because we, I, I we think don't have that's... a lot of pods where we we don't have a lot of pods where we talk about how men. Are yeah, doing it's just wrong. all of it. Men, men don't know. naturally do things wrong, but it's like the story of Genesis where women drive men to do wrong things. Men are yeah, born perfect, and then we're born into a world with women. Yeah, it's weird. Like, men have to <laughs> develop themselves, and they actually have to do things to be valuable to, soci- to society, and women don't. But yeah, like becoming a trans man. The standard... <laughs> or trans woman. Yeah, well, I mean, the standard has dropped so far. <laughs> like, all... Our purpose in life now is just to wage. Just Hop to wage. Hop in the cage and wage all day. Oh, okay, yeah. That's so no, much it. D- David, David, I remember talking about this at the cabin. David is really against the waging, the wage slaving. I mean, um, yeah, I, I guess I have a few comments to make on the wage slaving that I couldn't make because I was in a complete haze of marijuana-induced retardation at the cabin. But um, here I will say, so that I, 
Well, I don't remember well, this conversation at all. From when me. we were sitting on the bench and Dominic kept looking at me and I was like trying to fight him for continuing to look at me. Or you were sitting in the chair and me and Jack and you were talking. You can't right, well, you can't see him. He's completely dead-eyed right now. The last time David's, we were at the cabin? Yeah, like two weeks ago. Dude, I drank so much. I don't remember David, any of that. I think you might be what we call an alcoholic in clinical terms, but that's fine. I mean, uh, all, It's good. That means that your conversation is about to be yeah, very fresh for the pod. It, it is going to be. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to have to... Okay, wage, um, wage slaves. Yeah, wage slavery. I mean, uh, there's there's an element of daycare jobs right now that I'm like, yeah, that's stupid. But like, like what you're talking about, wage slavery, seems to just be anybody who's doing a job for a corporation. But it's like I think there's a big difference between being like a fucking badass train conductor and being like a fucking, uh, you know, retard femboy who works like the front desk at a dentist office. Like that's like. That's like very different levels of wage slavery, or even even well, let's say Planned Parenthood office, just so we get like more of the uh, fictitious created world like on layered on top of this metaphor. But like like wage, like like one hundred percent of life is work. Um, like when Dominic was like pointing out uh, that uh, these people always talk about how well the sad thing about wage slaving is they take out all your best years of you. And then when you're old and you want to enjoy these things, like, then you have the least free time of all. When it's like, that's how it's been for every human ever. Like, the older you get, the more responsibility you get. You're going to have to do more to protect your family, things like that. So, I, I don't I don't agree with this whole doom pill on wage slaving in general. Like, I agree with the doom pill that, that there are too many daycare jobs nowadays, but I can't, I can't get behind the whole wage slavery is the worst thing ever that you seem to think. Yeah. Well, I'm not. I'm not anti-work. I'm pouring my cum into my big, my big cum thing. It's just cum. That looks like pancake batter. Is that? (laughs) Is that how you mix your protein shakes? That's protein Uh, shake, right? Yeah, it's protein shake. What is that? Uh, Oh, that's disgusting. I'm I'm pouring it out of a flat Tupperware into a cup right now. That's listeners. Um. Anyway, yeah, David, your response go. Well, Your dumb response that's going to be dumb and wrong. My dumb response. Well, you know, really. I so it's not about it's not about working. That's definitely very necessary and it's good to work. It's good to challenge yourself and exert yourself and do something good with that. But the way that we're doing it now, it's so our the work that we're doing now in general everybody doesn't matter what your job is is so far distanced from what you're actually meant to be doing with your body it's like when you put an animal in a zoo like when you put a gorilla in the zoo they go absolutely crazy they lose their minds unless you're very careful about it because they're not doing what their body's meant to be doing even though they, they, they well, yeah, start monkeys climb the trees dropping in there no they start they start like not eating and they start just getting really angry at everybody yeah like angry at the humans but uh we're so specifically designed and evolved for like your work is meant to be build a shelter 
hunt the buffalo, fight off the lions. Like, like, see, even you say this, and it's like I don't, I don't believe that you think that's true. Like, you, you've convinced yourself on this very conscious level. This is like kind of danger of ideology type stuff, which I want to get into as well. But like, this is like, like, even you don't believe this. Like, you were like the most prophetic guitarist I've ever met. So it's like you clearly understand that there are different things that humans can do as time goes on and evolves and changes. Like, I don't think, like, that we're meant to be pastoral forever. And, I mean, if, if you are truly God-pilled or whatever creation-pilled, then, like, you would respect the evolving, uh, like, different changes of society. I, I just think that, like, we have to catch up in our in our policing of that society, but I, I definitely don't think that even you believe that we should just be pastoral forever. I, I, don't, I don't believe we should do that forever. But it's happening very quickly. And it's it, they, just the number of people that are on, they're chomped on bucket loads of medications every single morning. And they're clinically depressed all the time. They never have any motivation to do anything. And you just have to think, if they were put in conditions that their bodies were designed for since birth, if you put them in those conditions now at their if they're like 25, 30 years old, they would not be able to handle it. But if you brought those same people up in a society where there's a smaller group of people, you're not in some inhumane bug town of 2 million people where you have a bank account and all you do is try to make that number in the bank account go up and you're surrounded by fellow hive mind bug people all the time. If you were to put those people in like a nomadic tribe I think they would be a lot better off. And I do think we'd have a future. We could eventually, I think our future really is to become maybe not spacefaring, but, you know, sci-fi fully, fully happy with just using technology to improve our lives. But we're doing it too quickly at this rate, where 200 years ago, our lives would have been so drastically different. And 200 years is not enough to change you know, people's genetic makeup. Okay, so uh, here's here's my pushback for this point. Is like, if you have, like, there's so much romanticiz rom romanticization of past eras, right? So, when you see, like, oh, look at this person whose life is ruined by the fact that they're just taking estrogen and playing video games all day long. It's like, okay... Take that person back, not even 200 years, take them back, what, 50,000 years. Okay, they just got gored by a mammoth. Like, they just, like, a mammoth tusk just went through the analogous version of that person's entire body. It just went straight through their, their spine, and then it came out, like, their left, like, the left pectoral, and just gored them straight through. And it's just, like, hanging there, and everybody else is, like, running, they're, like, screaming, they're pointing at the guy hanging from, like, his, the middle, like, middle of his body. That's, like, that's, like, the analogy, because... That's what you're you're not getting when you say, like, well, it's happening too fast. It's, like, too fast in relation to what? Like, the fact that there's tragedy falling out from the current change in humanity? Like, yeah, that's always going to happen. Like, imagine if it wasn't this. Ima imagine if instead of iPhones being invented, it was just World War Three. Instead of, like, like the day iPhones got invented, instead it was just World War Three. Then the analogy plays to people who are just dying in war. And it's like, yeah, that gets romanticized, but... 
maybe maybe our thing isn't necessarily better than that, like than dying in war, because we, we all want to be fucking soldiers. Hell yeah, hoorah! But it's like it's at least not worse than that. Like it's definitely it's probably not worse than that. Um, and so I would just say like you're kind of. And, like, too fast in relation to what? Like, what does too fast even mean? Like, this is the pace that things are happening. Um, I'm going to actually side with David a little bit here. I think... Uh, yeah, because he's doom-pilling. You're a doom-piller. No, no, doom no. I'm not going to doom-pill. I'm going to say that, I mean, humans have biologically and society evolved over a very, very long period of time. And that rate of evolution has been, like, exacerbated way past... Like, cause it was very, very slow for all of history. So we're not, we're not used to evolving this fast, in in both a biological sense and in like a societal sense. But I think it's a question more of like, I mean, to to David's point, like the reason everyone is so depe- depressed and our mentality is like um, so destroyed, it is like a result of the industrial society to an extent. But, I mean, we humans are in a constant state of taking those things that we developed up like that that we had before we 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 came into like our current age and then using those and so if you can get back to that like um like what you're saying like for example like i mean like people right now are depressed because they're getting like super fat and they're not hitting the gym and stuff like we were designed to be putting in like effort and and like staying healthy like like for all of human history you weren't able to get fat you know like being fat is a is a pretty new thing um and so for all of human history that wasn't the case so obviously since we've evolved so quickly this time i'm speaking in like more of a societal sense because we've evolved so quickly we are now able to get fat and that's not part of what a human body is supposed to do but to lucas's point like that's if you are like kind of you have a poor mindset and you're letting yourself get to that state because i mean berry pickers and hunters were well they weren't actually but they were laughing at the farmers because they're like those guys are farming they're like you know why are they why are they farming they should be berry picking and killing mammoths like us this is what our human bodies were designed to do um we were meant to like throw spears and stuff and that guy's just using a plow it's like well in both those cases the person's happy and like farmers are happier happier than we were now it's it's a it's a for that specific situation i'm kind of using like a specific example but in that situation it's like it's your health that matters and you can do that in different ways while engaging with technology as it advances and so i would say like in the in the modern age like yeah obviously you can you can throw out stats and be like everyone's depressed so it proves that the modern age is like is bad for us it's like yeah but if you actually continue to fulfill those parts of you that uh like the parts of you that have developed over millennia in 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 a way that suits the age then you don't you don't have to end up that way like if you keep hitting the gym you're going to still put yourself into a healthy mindset you're still going to be healthy and like there's no reason you have to be depressed in this age it's just a lot of people are because they're not willing to fall back on what we're meant to do as as human as a human species Oh, that's really the opposite of a doom pill. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't. I mean, it wasn't a doom pill. This is my this white is, pill. It was. No, Adam. Adam has a good white pill. I I think Adam brings up two good points. It's just number one about the berry pictures, the farmers. It's like, 
like you saying this is happening too fast on on a scale of what? Like on a scale of like like this maybe the spear well, was developed too fast. We weren't supposed to have the spear already or uh, things like that. But uh, just on what was the other thing you said, Adam? Like, well, I think he has a point about it being too fast. Like, I mean, we progress at a certain speed, so our our like species are are meant to evolve at a certain speed. That's why if you introduce something new to an environment. You okay, can like okay, completely kill off an entire sorry. species. We are evolving too that, fast. No, that it's was a, a matter bad, of keeping up with it in a in a way that's... that was that was a bad example. I, I like what I mean by too fast is like 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 high 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 proofage vodka. Like like we 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 could not distill um we could not distill alcohol above like three percent before seven hundred years ago, right? Um, that cannot be so, true. People, no, yeah, like, people drank like, low-proof alcohol for a long time. Yeah, people, yeah, like, low, like fermenting, like, for a long time. like, the natural fermenting process that we used before distillation was invented in the seven, like, in the 1300s, was like, could only really get alcohol to like three or four percent. Um, so anyway, you could say then that like, 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 pe- like the the reaction of people in the 1300s, if they had this thought process, which I don't think they did, but if they if they were capable of having this thought process, they would say, well. We we were moving too fast. We've just gone from three to four percent for all time to now we have we can develop forty percent, fifty percent alcoholic beverages, right? Like like the human body's not meant for this. Where it's like the same thing with opioids now. Like you'd say, okay, like now we have like, you could literally just get like a jar of oxycontin. Like that's like unfathomable, the the level of drugs in that. Like like we're not meant for that. We're not built for that. But it's the same thing with them inventing distillation and making that huge leap in the 1300s um like yeah we've made a lot of huge leaps now but that's like that was the more important point uh more important point about what you were saying adam where it's like that that doesn't affect on the individual level like like uh now now that you've built incentive structure it's going to catch people but it doesn't affect on the individual level i read this book candide by voltaire and my i really love this book you guys should read it but Candide is this guy who's traveling across the land and uh, and he's followed around by this philosopher Pangloss and Pangloss is always telling him well this is the best things that could ever be because well this had to happen for this to happen so really things are now the best that they could ever be and he's always saying this and he's always trying to inject his philosophy and everything and at the end of it Candide says to him well all that philosophy is nice but let's just tend to our garden and that's the thing like if you tend to your personal garden Meaning, if you actually just care about your own personal health and you're not constantly thinking about all the horrors and tragedies out in the world, because that's what he sees. He sees like all these horrific tragedies as he's traveling throughout the lands. But then at the end, he realizes like, oh, I just got to focus on my own garden. And then he just moves out and he lives with Pangloss and he lives with a few other people and they just uh, tend to their garden every day and they have dinner with the neighbors and um, and it's great. And so that's like. Like it, it doesn't even make sense to doom pill about it in the end because it's it's you, it, as long as within this framework you can still live your own healthy life. It, I think it's just pointless to doom pill about it. I I would agree with that. Yeah, you fucking it's, loser, doom pillar. No, well, I think the doom pilling is an an important step though. You don't want to be one of those people that is just constantly following politics like oh if this guy wins then the world's going to be ruined or if this guy doesn't win oh the world's going to be so much better 
you don't want to be caught in the in the loop of thinking that certain things matter that really don't. You got to take the doom pill of, hey, these politics are going to go the way they go, or right, society's okay, going to take this you're... downward path. You have to take the doom pill before you can say, you know what, I'm just going to do my own thing, and I'm going to try to make it the best for me and the people around me as I can, and I don't yeah, have to worry you're... about any of that. Your doom pill is simply like Candide's like profound happy realization. Like once you realize that like, oh, like elections don't matter. That's not a doom pill. That's like, oh, elections don't matter. Like I, I could just, I, I still, my life is virtually unaffected. Um, and that's really what matters. I mean, it's important to pay attention to larger political trends, but on the level of the individual, ultimately you're not really going to have like that much of an effect. So just live, live your best life, King. Live your best life, Kerr. That's my message. Um, what was I? Yeah, that's like a good doom pill to start on. I so mean, now we can yeah, get back to topics. Wait, I I have something that kind of springs from that. What um, caliber? Okay, Adam, go for it. This is nine millimeter. Uh, just stop pointing that gun at me. Lucas is pointing the gun at the camera. Um, <laughs> I'm threatening Adam and David right now. Stop. That's I'm not gun. That's not gun camera. safe. Uh, no, that made me think about my coworker. Um, cause I have this coworker, um, seemed like, seems like a cool dude. Um, his like PFB, he's like, he's like in like, uh, like fifties clothing, like kind of like tradi more traditional looking clothing. And he's like smoking a cigar and he's got like this massive beard. He always has a massive beard. He what a fucking geek, bro. This guy's a LARPer. Hey, wait, wait give, give me a second. I'm getting there. Okay. Um, <laughs> But like, he, he, I mean, he's wearing like. I'm, I'm getting there. I'm gonna kill him. Oh, I'm gonna sneed on this guy. <laughs> okay. Um. No, but yeah. So he's like, I mean, he's wearing like nice clothes, like not like not like um, corny clothes, per se. Like, like super dripped out and supreme and bape. Yeah, he's like like supreme and like gold chains and shit. No. And like um, Dior, bro. Right. But he, he, and he's like smoking a cigar in his PFP, which is funny because. Work at an engineering company, and that's what everyone sees is just him, like, with a massive cloud of, like, cigar smoke coming out of his mouth. And he's always got, like, this massive beard um, that if he shaves it, it comes back in, like, two days. Um, but then I started talking to him, and, um... Like, and this guy's a fucking faggot. <laughs> I'm, like, a LARPer. I'm noticing, like, he's got, like, the Star Wars tattoos. Oh, um, oh God. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, he's got the Star Wars tattoos and uh and um like I brought up it ca it came up in conversation. I was talking about somehow me being an RA came up and I talked about like my anti-porn sign and it was clear that he didn't agree with me that porn was bad. Oh, and I oh, and when I was talking to him once, he was like um he was like, "Man, yeah, he's already married by the way, so that's what makes this so bad." But he's like, "Man, I wish I was around in your age." Um, cause like now it's so easy. Like you guys got Tinder and stuff. Like it's so easy to. Oh my god! And I dude, was how like, you even think I like know. That, I'm like, bro. you're you already married. Life. Like that is, you won. It's like. No, he didn't win, bro. He got a fucking <sighs> gamer girlfriend. <laughs> he got some fucking, like she's just gonna get fatter over time. She has no healthy habits. It's just, she I just mean, goes from depressive episode to depressive episode. I think that is kind of what happening. I saw her Instagram. Anyway, dude, it's 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 the only it's possible yeah, it's solution for the gamer. Like, but it made me think about like how, um, like it is it is what I was saying. Like everything, every, I think that like 
in a way we are designed like we are we evolved biologically and societally um and and those things are ingrained in us very deeply i've talked about this on the pod before but like those things you can't really escape those things like those um it's like it's it's more than just primal stuff like i don't think loyalty is like necessarily a primal like purely biology thing like that 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 kind of thing evolves societally over time as well like those kind of like um higher values and stuff but i think all of that like even those higher values that are more associated with like a more conscious mind like even those things are like deeply ingrained in you um without you being taught them um and oh oh one more thing. He was also, he also was like saying that She Hulk was a pretty good show, and that he oh. liked it. And okay, and so what are you, what are you telling this guy? Uh, I'll get to that part. I, I'll tell you all about that. But um, but um, but it, it's 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 like this thing where, um, like subconsciously, men yearn to be men. Like you can't get away from that fact no matter how much you try to rationalize yourself around like this egalitarian philosophy and be like, yeah, every, every, there's no like difference or, or whatever it is, like all these different things. Um, but at the end of the day and all these things that like are trying to get away from both our, our physical bodies and our like spiritual bodies. Um, and right now, like the trend is we're trying to like escape those things. Um, and so like, you can see that in this dude because he is like in a way larping as a man and like like it's he's a shell right because like the society that we have right now is just slowly eating away at the inside but the facade is still there because these people still want to be traditional men but they but he would never say that like he would never that's not an opinion he would ever express to me but you can see by the way that like in his ideal version of himself which is obviously this picture that he got professionally taken and whatever, but in that like ideal scenario, he's do he has like a lot of the traditional qualities of a man. Like he he likes to see himself in a big beard. He likes to have a cigar, which you know there's nothing wrong with like liking Star Wars or cigars or stuff. But if that is what you think a man is, is just like all these superficial ideas. I mean those are those are like nice things that are just like icings on the on the top of what a man is. But it doesn't actually constitute like, you know, the spiritual man. And so it's just kind of sad to see because he clearly is striving for something, but he will, he can't attain it because, um, because at the end of the day, it's all just like paper mache over nothing. Sad, but true and deserved. And I fucking, you just pwned this guy. You just destroyed this guy's entire life. I'm sending him this podcast after this, by the way. That's why, that's why I didn't mention his name. (laughs) I'm gonna find, dude. Are you kidding me? How many people work at your firm, bro? I'll just find the guy with the beard in his profile picture, smoking a cigar. Look, <laughs> if if you like are introspective, that's just gonna happen. Like this is, I mean, I'm not gonna go into this whole point again, but like if you, if you're trying to without without conquering things, without creating obstacles to conquer, without being like, okay, I'm gonna go free solo El Capitan, or like. I'm gonna go fucking uh, base jump the Burj Khalifa, whatever, you know? Like, without making some obstacle for yourself. Or I'm gonna get really good at this thing. That's hard. That's hard to do. Um, then you, like, have nothing. And then you have to just adopt parts of personalities that other people have already built to try to create this facade. Because that's what he's doing. Like, 
like Mark Twain, he wrote these challenging, beautiful novels, and he smoked like a fucking chimney, right? Um, and then he was probably the first person to uh, make so iconic the the pipe, right? The, the tobacco pipe, and then people Wait. are hijacking the thing that he's he's made iconic through the fact that he's his accomplishment and they're hijacking the, the, the top level the facade to like try to grab onto that even though they haven't actually conquered any comparable obstacle themselves what were you gonna say? uh no nothing I, I was just gonna that is like a, that is that is a pretty um essential ingredient towards conquering like this modern experiment is finding ways to put obstacles um, for yourself because that is like that's another part of something that we are meant to have and right. uh, it makes me think about like this experiment that uh, I forgot who did it um, but they did this they did a similar experiment with mice where they like uh, they gave mice like everything they wanted and like as much sex as they wanted all the food and water and stuff and like drugs and stuff like that and like you know, those mice got, like, incredibly depressed very quickly. Because um, you're not really meant to live that way, obviously. Um, I can't remember. Wait, was, I, I know no, what you're talking about. There's, like, a circular wire cage on the floor, and there's little rooms on the on the edge. Yeah, there was the something really profound about like the, the ending of that experiment, yeah, specifically relating utopia. to the drugs. I forgot what Yeah, the rat utopia. What happened? Yeah, I... I also saw that. I fucking... It's been years since... What happened with the drugs? There was something, like, crazy. Like, the rats would, like... Would, like refuse to take the drugs or something. I don't even remember what it was. I... I can't remember. It's been too long. But, like... Like, the YouTube short that Jack sent, which he... We... Dude, somebody has to take away Jack's phone. Like, holy shit. He is watching too many YouTube shorts. But... Uh, <laughs> the one he sent about, like, Logan Paul on that... Uh, whatever. No Jumper or... Nah. Actually, I think it was his own podcast. But he says, like, uh... Or the other guy came in and he said, like, uh, he was talking about the zoologist who found out that uh, if humans are, or sorry, in, in animal populations, there is no homosexuality. And then if you hold animals captive, uh, they develop homosexuality, they develop self-harm, uh, they develop some other bad traits. Well, I mean, not homosexuality. That's not bad, of course. That's brave. But, That's pretty um, okay. But yeah, I mean, I think I think like that's part of the autonomy of nature. Like, it's supposed to, to be able to teach us things. It's supposed to be analogous to human life in, in certain aspects, um, which I think is the reason we study it. What are you? Who are you texting, Adam? You I'm trying to look up the results of this rat experiment. <laughs> All right, David. It has something to do with heroin. You, David, you take over. It has right something now. to do with heroin. David, you, David, you're yeah. taking well, over right now. Yeah. Any exactly. other topic you have right now that you want to go into? I don't know. Well, we got... I I have more to add to the whole thing earlier. Well, I guess the whole thing has been about adapting to modern society. I But I think what we're kind of getting at is that the behaviors that we find in modern society, they seem kind of odd. Like, men are trying to mime being masculine, and also women are just sleeping around. They're being very 
promiscuous along with a bunch of men too and if you took those same behaviors and put them back into prehistoric times it would have made a lot of sense because you would have been with a small group of people so it wouldn't have had the same consequences and if you look at the actions of people eating too much food and you put those same exact actions of eating food when you have it back when there wasn't so much food it would have made a lot more sense and that's the whole basis for it about things going too quickly is that 200 years that it took from people to have basically barely enough to survive all the time to in the first world at least you always have just way more than you need but isn't that part of the That's, fun of it isn't that like the fact that there's changing now the challenge is measuring how much you eat now the challenge is that you have to force yourself to work out not like the challenge has changed but that's like i don't know i don't know if it's fun because then you have to live surrounded by people that can't handle it by people that are just pcp fiends and hey that's your new tribe mate is people but that's who, not your tribe mate. That's the point. It's like your no, tribe mate. Well, if you have to are, live next to these people, and but if you're I'm trying to, you don't have to. For live example, next to these that's your challenge, David. That's your challenge. Is not living next to these people. Is finding people who are like me and Adam, who are base strong men, and but it, who it's, are not. That's something that. That's something that you shouldn't have to do, right? It's something that most people should be competent humans. Or else that they is should the spiritual be dead. battle of our age, bro. That's why you. That, that, that is. Like everything that you, is the battle you, of the age. Everything you present as a doom pill is like really like a more. What was that one said? Like, may you live in interesting times, right? And that's like the thing is like if we lived in the, with the same problems always, it wouldn't be. Uh, it wouldn't be interesting. Like it wouldn't like the fact of decadence being the biggest threat to our society right now. That's like the the thing that makes. Yeah. This era challenge. I feel like you're fantasizing about a farmer age, but then the you know the the hunter could say the same thing about the farmer. Like it's always going to be a it's different not, thing. It's always well, going to be a new thing. Age. It's just that yeah. there's so much there's so much right now that is so opposed to natural human instinct. Like, is it the waging thing? Is it natural? for most people to be sitting at a desk all day. No, obviously not. That is a good way to succeed in life. If you want to make a bunch of money, you can you can just sit at a desk all day or you can use a stand-up desk. You can just never go outside. That is the grind right now. If you want to have a lot of money, if you want to be influential in society, you have to sit in a basement somewhere or you have to sit at a desk and you have to grind it out that way. And by doing that, you're not fulfilling your need to get exercise. Well, you're not you're, fulfilling your need I to mean, do you might else. not b- not be, but like that's that's I mean, and the people who effectively only do that, like obvious um like lawyers are like the most depressed of any person even though they make like the most money, but their rates of depression are extremely high because they put so much effort into your work. But there's a balance to be made that you can make and you can still fulfill everything that's important in your life. Like the hunter is going to say like for 20 million years we threw rocks at stuff and that's how we ate and now look the man is confined to a field and he does the same repetitive motion over and over again like that's not how we were designed for 20 million years that's only happened in the last 2000 that, like, is, there's a, that is true though yeah but it's, it's just, always i mean there's always something like 
you can you can also pick a job where you have a decent uh, like amount of time to work out you have time to ch challenge your brain it depends what job you have like you can put you know if your job is fulfilling in a specific way that's going to be that's going to be like yeah there's tons of ways for you to actually put yourself into an environment and like not surround yourself with people who are druggies and over like non-religious freaks and whatnot like you can easily put yourself into whatever environment you want you there's your options for jobs are limitless i mean there's so much potential for you to do what yeah. will actually make you happy it's so many people are choosing not to do that because the the lure of drugs and video games and stuff is so strong because our brains are very wired towards like attention and dopamine but i, like, I mean there's still so much potential I you think can you're easily understand the, the difficulty is... of it that there are very no, but, few people. But, Everybody wants to live a balanced lifestyle, but there are very but few listen, people that succeed. Listen, David. I think, listen, yeah, one of the one of the be one of the people who succeed. Exactly, be one of the people who succeed because because the, back then the challenges were physical. Now the challenges are mental, spiritual, and like that's just a shift. Like that, like, but you recognize that shift. So for you, it, it shouldn't be like this doom pill. Like it should, for you, it should be like, oh, I see the shift. Now I can work accordingly. Like, it's just new challenges in place of the old challenges. Yeah, don't... And you really romanticizing just, like... Like, if you actually lived in these pastoral times... Like, you know, David, you're a pretty rugged guy. You could probably do just fine. But I know I, I'd be fucking like, holy shit, this sucks. Like, this is the worst hell ever. Like, why can't I live at a time where I could just fucking do whatever I want, work on the things that I want? And it's like, now you can. Like, you have that ability. And yeah, like, people aren't. But that's how it's gonna be. I mean, you're you're too much on your Ted Kaczynski pill right now. And if you involve if you involve your life with a global stage, then you're always gonna be depressed, regardless of what time period you live in. Like, if you think about like, I mean, you the, really the best you can do is like keep that stuff just like in the peripheral if it's interesting to you, and just focus on yourself. So like, yeah, I mean, drugs and video games and everything that you want to mention, you don't have to do any of them. So if it just focus, if if you if each person just focuses and surrounds himself with good people, then like it's not it's not really that much of a doom pill. It's a doom pill when you think about like the greater society, but it's always going to be that way. Like even if you think about like very old times, it's like oh great, half the people just died from like the bubonic plague or or exactly. or whatever is like worse. Like ah oh, that really sucks. It I'm so sad because everyone's dying. It's like well, how about you do what's good for you? Move away from towns with rats in them the people who got you move away from rats yeah and then like like the like equivalent live. yeah exactly no that is that is the equivalent gamers oh are gosh. the bubonic plague david you have to not be near gamers, oh gamers. move away from them and you'll be just fine man you can never fully escape from it though you you can you can, you can just you turn can, off the phone can. just turn the phone off it, exactly. it doesn't matter your taxes, it doesn't have to involve you that much your taxes are still going to go towards so don't pay right. your taxes, bro. I'm trying to say you don't, you. you don't get to just Thank you. you don't get to just opt out. And yeah, there's still, and that's but that's always the case. And you can say the same thing about again. There's always like society. a going to be a small thing, but you can choose to really push that stuff to the side. Um, and as like long as you, you, you are thinking on the macro, thing. David. If you think on the macro, I'm, you're I'm never going to be happy. I'm any thinking time when you go, but if you think on the micro of your of yourself of your personal self, your family, your needs, your your elevated desires then it's like that's the challenges you should be focused on but if you're thinking on the macro you're never gonna be happy it's not it's not about the macro it's about when you go to fred meyer to buy your bread when you go to fred meyer to buy your chicken or whatever 
you're still going to be surrounded by society. When you're driving on the roads, you're still surrounded by society. The, who Your you neighbors don't give a are fuck still... About. Yeah, what, Dude, what are they going to do to you? Meyer, the people you see Fred Meyer, you don't even think twice of it. Like, you like still, oh, I just saw some blue-haired be... dipshit at Fred Meyer. What the fuck ever? Who gives a shit? I'm living out of my cabin. I'm having a great fucking time. Or I'm doing. I'm hanging out with my bros at their cabin. I'm having a great fucking time. Like, this is what I'm saying. You're still seeing things on the macro. You're still... Perceiving yeah, why are you, those, why are you letting you those things affect you so These much? It's not about real, letting David, it affect you. It's about, it's about you... You don't get to opt out of society as a whole. No, not fully. But you can choose not, okay, to yeah, just, not, like, distance so, yourself and focus on what makes you happy. You can focus on that. But you're still going to be surrounded by... Even when you're the depressed lawyer, your neighbor is still going to be the doctor... That gets mad that your dog barks too much at night, and he's gonna call the cops. So on don't live in a place like that, so man. So kill him. You, that's so kill everywhere. Him. <laughs> it's just everywhere. And when you go to Fred Meyer, yeah, those are tiny little. But now, see, now you're becoming a blue-haired liberal who's like, oh my, yeah, exactly. my, oh it, the person next door is yelling dude, at me. Exactly. I'm scared. You're it's like that's a, such a small it's problem. It's not about being scared. That's it's such about, a small problem. Yeah, but you're you're saying like things, these things are making your life these worse. These kinds of things happen every day. Do you yeah. drive a car to the store? Oh. These are minor inconveniences. Well, Get hello, over it. Hello. There's a drunk driver. He's going to kill your entire family in the okay. car. And if that happens, you have a right to be mad. Dude, but, like, that will always, always, there will always be tragedy. You just don't get to escape. There's going to be a crackhead someday that walks up to you. You're going to be next to your wife and your two and a half kids. Not if you don't live in a fucking dystopian city hellscape like California. Listen. No, no. David. 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 David, there's listen, gonna be a David, crackhead that walks up David, to you one day. David, and shut the fuck up. David, gonna, shut the fuck up. Listen. You're David, not gonna listen, be able to listen, forget that you listen. live in a world that is oh not designed Christ. for you. Tell David to shut the fuck up. David, listen. That crackhead, to bring it back again, that crackhead is a saber-toothed tiger. You're you are you are just now you're taking your nice caveman family out for a stroll. You got your two kids, they're great. Random saber-toothed tiger comes up, eats your fucking kid. Oh great. My kid's eaten by this fucking saber-toothed tiger that's what i'm saying is the challenges take different forms but the crackhead is just a saber-toothed tiger once you see that then it's like like you just understand that survival is a challenge but you're you're seeing all these things on a macro scale and even even the crackhead it's like okay have you ever been attacked and nearly killed by a crackhead no okay so whatever like yeah it happens it, it, like you your brain can't your brain can't accept the your news microphone of sounds 400 like, million people like a techno rave right now if you have, uh, if you're, yeah, and you can put yourself in a bad situation. Again, it's about, I mean, we have such a unique opportunity to exchange our environment, do what we want. Just move to, like, a small town in the Midwest. Like, yeah, like, there's going to be places where yeah, there's more danger and stuff. Tiger. But, like, <laughs> so. and there still could, yeah, and there still could be something in a small town. But, like, there's always going to be little challenges and stuff. You can't just, like, completely doom poem. Be like, oh, well, there's little challenges that are different than the little challenges that there used to be. But this is this. If my you point want to fully like, separate yourself from the decadent society, though, you have to homeschool your. You don't kids. have to fully separate you yourself, to, bro. These are little challenges that we're always. Gonna you're always going to have little challenges. It's going to happen, though. Yeah. Dude. Okay, David. Fine. David. 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 Your David. son, when he goes to public school, is going to fall in love with some crackhead. <laughs> and she's going to give him Christ. drugs. You I mean, so it does have yourself. an effect. You have so little faith. Let's look. I I know I'm exaggerating. I know there's not crackheads roaming the streets trying to kill you, but. There are some of those people, and it's okay. just an example of you. You just can't leave. 
You cannot you cannot ingest the news of four hundred million people. This is I, my general Lucas, point. Is is the I'm sorry, I'm having like, a hard time hearing your Am am I cutting out? What's going on? I hear you just fine, so it must okay. be something with David's David, it's your goddamn probably poor Wi Fi maybe. Fucking idiot. Um David, do you are you on the Wi Fi? Is David on the Wi Fi? David, are you on He's the Wi Fi? He's not on the Wi Fi, so maybe that would help. Get that get that motherfucker on the Wi Fi right now. Yeah, so but I got 5G. Because I'm trying to scream at this guy. Are you guy. telling me I'm losing 5G brain cells to not be able to hear him? You should, yes, that's maybe exactly we should turn off our cameras. Uh, no, I don't think that. I mean, I like seeing yeah, you. Yeah, but so it's streaming it's more data for him. Can I stream. turn the cameras off <laughs> online? Just or, put him on the Wi Fi. I don't know the Wi Fi password. Dude, the Wi-Fi password is whatever you want it to be. I think it's on the router. Where's your, where's your Wi-Fi? Do the router? No, it's this not. Is our, this, this is our intermission. How do Good. we not have? How do you not know the Wi-Fi password? Because I only ever have to use it a single time in my life. Um. So I don't bother remembering it. Yeah, like you only have to use the club to kill the saber tooth one single time. It's not. But that, that when one. you don't have the club, then the saber tooth's gonna kill you. <laughs> Oh, it is that one. Okay. It might be. I don't even know, to be honest. Why, why can't I p- type a password? What do I have to press? Oh, I had it, dude. What do I have to press? Well, once it connects, it, it gives you the option to put a password in. This phone is super old. Yeah, David, that's your real problem. Get a fucking new phone. I heard that. <laughs> just fine? Let's go! Yeah, it's just because your server's going in. Yeah, actually, I heard... I heard all that. Maybe we can keep going. Okay. Whatever. It'll be fine. Look, what I'm saying is you can't ingest the news media of a full population. You can't ingest the news media of 400 million people and expect to be fine. You can ingest the news media of your community of five to six friends, and then when one of them gets sick, you're sad. Because that's, like, that's, that's the level of scale that you can afford as an individual. I was thinking about this with, like, our weekend, like, I pointed this out to Charlie too, and we, we we had another weekend where we just went down to Seattle and scooter for the whole weekend. And I was like, "Man, you will see a million news articles about how this pit bull just fucking ate these kids, but you'll never see the news article about man these boys just went down to Seattle and had a legendary fucking time." And so you 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 can't you can't fathom the 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 positive because we can only see negative. And so when you when you start to live on the macro, you start to like kind of get your entrails out into a system that only reports negative then that's how you start to see the world and like that's why you gotta stop taking the doom pill david it's bad for you yeah they it's good for you though they tried making a news art they tried they tried starting up like a new news corporation that only released good news and it was like bankrupt within like a couple weeks or something yeah because people are addicted to bad people are addicted to doom pilling and that's what david is yeah. too and it's like david like like david yeah no even, okay e- even even this even is actually not a topic. You. Okay, uh, but even not you, even even like people who are like who are with the agenda, with the whole agenda. I talk to these people and uh, I'm like, "Hey, are you ever going to have kids?" And you know what they tell me? They tell me shit like, "Well, you know with the environment going the way it is and with the economy and all that, it's like, what the fuck are you even talking about, dude? You have money, you can have a kid." Like like you're being completely retarded. And they're like, "Well, the earth's going to explode and the sun's going to get really hot, and I just don't know." It's like like that that is the same shit that you're doing and you can see how cringe it is when I talk about these people but you can't see how cringe it is when you're doing it right now David I'm doing the opposite doom pill though no no no, no. It's, all the, it's all the it's same it's the same doom pill it's the you same it's, different. it's the same doom you're pill. just looking at the doom pill think, from the back I think 
There's a lot <laughs> of things. You're just hitting the doom pill from the back. You're seeing the doom pill's fat true. ass. You're tapping it from no, the no, back. No, no, no. You're just taking it. Um, <laughs> okay. What's it called when you take it? As far as as far as doom pills go, <laughs> you can you can take doom pills <laughs> and be upset about it. Your vibing is helping. Sorry. Continue. Well, you can take the doom the doom pills and be upset about it. Or, like you're saying about Voltaire, you can let them set you, set you free. You can say, hey, I can't fix the, the the world population last night went to allegedly 8, eight billion people. Oh, yeah, I fucking missed yeah. that, dude. My buddy even sent me a warning. He was also, like, guys, check <laughs> yeah. the valvators. It's about to hit 8 billion. I was like, holy shit. But then I forgot yeah. to check it. And the Artemis rocket to the moon was supposed to have launched an hour ago. I don't know if it was. You're still not, thinking but, macro level, David. Uh, World population doesn't no, fucking matter. No, it's interesting. I want to see a, I want to see a rocket explode. I'm saying... <laughs> you, can, you, David. you can accept the doom pill of, hey, things are just terrible. Things are going to be terrible for me forever. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, you have to understand that there are bad things that are happening. And it is, it is going to be disastrous at some point. You know... It's not going to last forever. Okay. And you can just not worry about it. You can say, hey, I'm never going to be able to. That's not a doom this. pill. That would be taking a white pill, bro. The, well, it's a white pill through doom pills. You can say, hey, it doesn't matter what politician I vote for. It, My vote doesn't matter anyways. That one's controversial. You shouldn't vote. But <laughs> you can just you can just take that you can take that doom pill and flip it around. Like, hey, you know what? doesn't matter whether I vote or not. doesn't matter who I vote for anyways. I could vote against my conscience, and it still wouldn't matter. So I'm just going to focus on the things that are immediately around me. Here's the thing. The statement, but you have to take the doom pills first. You have to. No, 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 no. You the have statement, to. The statement, it, it, it was the best of times, it was the worst of times. That statement is always true at every single point in human history. That's why it's the best opener to any book ever. That's why Dickens is such a great writer. But that statement is always true that statement is literally always true that it's always the best of times it's always the worst of times so you don't have to take the doom pill to get to the white pill you could just take the white pill and just be like 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 Chesterton said, uh, Chesterton said it's uh, it's good to go to heaven as a child it's better to go as an imbecile you could just be an idiot you could just be like oh this guy's president I didn't know that oh he got elected two years ago I didn't know that I don't fucking care like that's what I'm saying is you can remove yourself on a level that you don't even fathom right now like the president of the united states should be as known to you as the president of iran is right now but it's not and you think it's important but you you're, you're still viewing things on the macro dude i have an assignment due at midnight by the way and it's like yeah you're 47 just, you're not going to be able to do that one man <laughs> no i i'm doing it while here you guys take over <laughs> you just leave halfway through the, the pod, pod. No, I'm, I'm on here. I'm just going to also do my assignment. <laughs> this is poor t time yeah, uh, wait minute, management wait on your we part, didn't. man. Dude, I said let's not do it tonight. I'm fucking freaking out of time. And you were like, dude, that's I want to do it tonight. I was that's like, all right, we can do it tonight. Okay. All right, you no, know what? This, this is this perfect. This is why we have three people. Because you and David are the, the yeah, this is, ideal. Yeah, this is great. Because I'll, I'll bring up a topic that I know you'll uh, hate. Wait, is this a big topic? Uh, I mean, it could be. It doesn't have to be, but... What's it's our, just something that Lucas okay, would like to argue, time? so he's either going to have to do really okay. poorly on his assignment, or I'm, <laughs> okay. I'm going to win an oh, argument shit. very easily. Good. So this either way, good. it's a win-win for me. Somehow I win if Lucas fails his assignment. No, I did Oh, uh, before, I, <laughs> <laughs> before I get into that, though, uh, I did want to say the, the, the rat utopia experiment is the Calhoun experiment. The Calhoun and, experiment. Yeah, that's the one that you guys were talking about. I... I know about that one too, but I've, I I was referring to the Rat Park experiment, and that's a different one where they were giving um, 
this is just something interesting. I'm not really going to go into a topic because I feel like anything that we could say on this has already kind of been covered. Um, but what they did was they gave this like little mouse a choice between water and heroin. And, and the mouse... Um, the mouse chose heroin. <laughs> the mouse did choose heroin <laughs> over and over and over and over and over and over and over again uh, until it died. Um, and then they repeated the experiment and they gave the rat water and heroin again. Um, and uh, he chose heroin a couple times and then he got addicted. And then they introduced another lever where you could press it instead of the heroin water and then they would bring in like another mouse. So they started bringing in more mice. And what they found out was like, once there was like a lot of mice, like the rat was happy and it could choose that. They were still having to give it like water or heroin water. They mixed the water with heroin. So was, they were both like, you know, meant to like sustain it. But um, one, one was a lot more fun. <laughs> but, um, but then the mouse still, like when, once there was like an actual park of the, this rat park, once there was like a, a community, the rat still had the choice between heroin water and water. And guess what? It started choosing water. It started choosing normal water. So, like, even something as stupid as a rat. Something like, I mean, it just show, it goes to show how primitive, like, a lot of these things are. But, like, if you actually create a huge community, like, a good community, which in this case would be your group of friends, David, who are all awesome and don't doom pill as much as... Your average person does. Okay. And don't there do are, as many. There are a couple doom pillars. We have a couple so. doom pillars, but you know what I mean. Like we like a much better community, and so like, kind of begins to outweigh those other things. Like you could, but I mean, it, it, but in the case of the rats, it's just interesting. Like you would expect a a rat who's addicted to heroin already, to keep just doing like you know yeah. primal brain to keep taking the rat to keep taking the heroin water, but that's kind of weird. What do you think that is? Do you think that's water? like the rat's just happy now, or do you think it's accountability? Like. Hey, I can't be, I can't be all on heroin all the time when there's my fellow rats around me. Um, I don't think rats have like distinct social norms to where that would be an oh, issue. They have so, to well, I no, they're but I'm just, norms. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I, rats, we have to go. <laughs> I, I would I'm say it's, it's bar. more the what. Well, I don't think it's the latter. What was the former that you said? Yeah, I think, I think uh, it has to do with them just being more happy. Like, if a rat is fulfilled. Even though those rat fulfillments are <laughs> a lot smaller than human fulfillment, but yeah, if a rat's happy and stuff, like you aren't, you don't feel the urge. Like drugs are meant to, um, like numb yourself. It, like pretty broadly speaking, that's like pretty much one of the primal pur purposes of all drugs, um, is to numb yourself in some way. And so if you have, if you don't have things to numb yourself against, that draw becomes like not as strong. I don't know. Kind of interesting. Yeah. I'm going to bring up the topic. It's interesting. Yes. It is, it is interesting. It's I'm going to bring up the... topic. Yeah. Uh, well, I was just going to say Catholics are stupid. Oh, Whoa! that was the topic going into this. <laughs> that was. This is out of okay. new that I was going to be crippled. That's when he tries yeah. to bring this topic up. Yeah. Because I'm doing homework. Yep. Um, no, I just... Uh, I just been... I've been reading my Bible again, which uh, I haven't been doing in a while. But... Um, Started reading again. Started looking into like some of these other, um, like all the different denominations and stuff. Um, it would be too easy to bash on the Jesuits and the um, the Mormons, yeah. But uh, the Mormon thing, I don't know if, if hey, if a listener writes in, we can we can cover the Mormon stuff because it's actually hilarious how retarded that book is. 
Like, none of it makes sense. It's so clearly a scam. The dude, like, I'll I'll just, here, I'll, I'll tease a little something. I'll tease a little historical fact for you. But, like, Mormon was, like... He, I mean, he was like, he, he's this prophet, right? And he has the he has the gift of tongues, which is something that's written about in, like, Christian philosophy. But, um, but then they're like, okay, well, uh, here's this, uh, here's this Egyptian scroll. What does it say? And so he, like, looked at the pictures on it, and he was like, oh, well, it actually says this. And he, like, he, like, explained the entire thing and, like, pointed out the pictures, and he's like, this is a prophet, this is a prophet, this cat here is a prophet. Um, and that was before, that was before we had the means to, like, translate you know, Egyptian or anything, um, but then we found, actually, is that, is that how we were able to, Rosetta, Rosetta Stone, was that, yeah, was Egyptian like, solved through the Rosetta Stone? I don't know if it was through that exactly, um, Rosetta Stone had three different languages on it, though. Yeah, and anyway, no, the Rosetta Stone is a website that you can learn languages on. Yes, before we had that website, um, <laughs> <laughs> we didn't, we didn't know what it meant, but, like, now we're able to, like, look it up, and, like, now we've been able to decipher it, and obviously it has nothing to do with what he said. Um, and, uh, there's so many other things where they're like, uh, there's, there's so much stuff. It's, it's actually hilarious. Oh, he also just wrote like an extra, there, there's a part where he just wrote an extra verse, like an extra, like 50 verses in the, in, I think Genesis about himself. Like he translated the Bible and there's like Genesis 50, uh, 50 colon four, which like, it's just like not even a thing and like. He just wrote it in and was like, this is my translation. They're like, why is it so much longer? He's like, oh, well, when when you read about all the stuff I did, it, it's actually a lot longer. Anyway, it's it's very funny. But that's too easy. That's too easy. We can get into that if the, if the listeners want it. But I was going to talk about Catholicism. Um, actually, this isn't even fun. If I'm just going to bash on Catholicism. So unless you're going to give me pushback, is this even a topic worth getting into today? Dude, just go ahead and do a little bashing, bro. All right. Well, um... I mean, do you, what do you what do you what do you know about Catholicism, David? I know it's very ritualistic. It is very and ritualistic. They kind of like during the Middle Ages, it was very, oh, you got to buy these relics or whatever to get out of purgatory. Mm-hmm. They kind of they toned it down a little. Mm-hmm. It's still like Catholics aren't super into reading the Bible and interpreting it for themselves. It kind of... Yes. It's it's a little more of a sheep mindset. Yes. And the reason that they don't have to read the Bible, and the reason that they choose not to read the Bible as much as um, a lot of other Christian groups do, is because um, other people have specially anointed roles in the Catholic Church, where whereas if you actually read the Bible, like if you read, I think it's in like the New Testament, um... I want to say, I don't remember what book it is. The N-word? But it says, like, all people are priests. But in the Catholic religion, there's priests, there's bishops, there's the archbishop. And so... Okay, yeah, okay, so... They are... uh, If you're going to shit on the papacy, I do disagree with the papacy a lot. Well, you can't do that and be Catholic. Uh, well, okay, like... Well... uh, Sorry, continue. So anyway, but the idea is that those people can actually, the papacy could speak infallibly, but even these other people, these are priests that are anointed specifically by God. And for example, like the bishops, they have this thing called them persona Christi, where the priests can actually act as like, like act as a stand-in for Jesus Christ. Like persona Christi means like they're actually taking the form in that moment 
or like in, in, in that spiritual sense of Jesus Christ, which is not written about anywhere in the Bible. But because they have these like these anointed roles, it's not necessary for them to read the Bible because if a bishop or a priest tells you that is actually more important, like they and and that's what the the papacy and all these uh, these translations that they do and all these catechisms and added added scripture, um, like they're translating the Bible. But if you're a Catholic, you believe that necessarily those those translations and those interpretations have to then be true. Okay. Whereas other Christians, it's like if you go to your church and your priest says something, right? And your priest says, well, this is what this this verse means. Then a lot of like if if I if I was like a Baptist, for example, and I went to church and my priest said like this is what this verse means, then I could then go to the Bible and I could say, no, I don't think that's what it means at all. And then, and then God would command me, like in the New Testament, like you know, to, to actually challenge the Bible, the Scripture, and decide for myself what it means, you know, using my own reasoning, um, and just having that priest there as a, as like a helpful tool, but for my heart to be speaking to God. But in the Catholic Church, there are interpretations and stuff, and those have to necessarily be true. And so there's not a, there's not as much reason to read the Bible because they're going to tell you exactly what to believe. And so there's a lot of problems with that. Um, yeah, that that is asking for skepticism. It's the kind of thing that's very common in Christianity is, well, this was God's way. Like if something terrible goes and happens, mm -hmm. like oh, uh, I know my I know my kid just got uh, murdered by a homeless dude. But that was really just God's way of this happening. It's like, oh, God wanted that homeless guy to just absolutely get zonked out of his mind on fentanyl and then stab your daughter because he thought she was Satan. Is that, that was God's plan? It's this whole thing of people, God's they, plan. Think that, they think that's because, they think that something happens. Things only happen because of God's will. They think, hey, Oh man, 9/11 was really bad, but it's it sure is a good thing that we went and liberated the Middle East for it. It, it really has a way of working itself out in the end, and it's just so ridiculous. Yeah, it's, that that people, is a that is not a very biblical view. Well, exactly, and it's it goes against, and that's the same thing. I think people can try as much as they want to to take the human element out of religion. In this case, have a lot trusting people above you, trusting the priest, trusting the archbishop, archbishop, the the pope to interpret these things for you. And yeah, it might be God's will, but I have no idea. I have no way of believing that. And as far as Christianity goes, it is very clear that the teachings of Jesus, the Bible are the instructions yeah it is the instructions it talks about that a lot in the bible it talks about like communicating with god um and communicating with the text and it specifically is against um it, i mean there's like spill especially in galatians there's like specific things in galatians where they're talking about don't listen to other people communicate with the text directly and even if an angel comes down that's like one of the things that it says in galatians do you have any of those do you have any of those uh, I believe Galatians 1, um, I mean, I can pull it up, I can pull up a textbook. Yeah, pull that shit up, Jamie. Uh, Jamie, I'm pulling that shit up, um, but, like, Galatians 1 is, is, uh, I hope it's Galatians 1, we'll oh see. Oh my gosh. Um, 
Oh yeah, I do have the Book of Mormon. <laughs> David's looking through my bookshelf. See, but that's the thing. You got to stay informed. You got to look. Even if these things are stupid, the best way to understand what's problematic is um yeah right here. So it says right here. Um, Paul, an apostle, buh, 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 gave himself for our sins. I'm astonished. Buh, buh, buh. Um, I'm astonished. I'm astonished that you're so quickly deserting the one who called you to live in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel, which is really no gospel at all. Um, evidently. Um, but even if we or an angel from heaven should preach a, uh, a gospel other than the one we preach to you, let them be under God's curse, as we have already said. So now I say again, if anybody is preaching you a gospel other than what you accepted, let them be under God's curse. So this is exactly what I'm talking about. Like he's, I mean, this is a pretty, this is a pretty intense That's pretty wording, clear. right? They're saying yeah. even if it's an angel, right? God's anointed subjects or like, I guess it depends how, what you believe. I think Jews believe that they're like tools and don't even have free will. But regardless, like the important part is that you know, he's saying even if there's an angel, you should not take that word. And so here we have someone who's like the Pope, like a human, you know, and even if you want to try to claim like he's got some sort of divine significance, I mean, Galatians is being very obvious. And this is this is New Testament, right? And so this is like I'm not I'm not speaking from the Old Testament here, which I that's, that's a pretty common rebuttal anytime you talk about anything. Um, they always just try to immediately dismiss the Old Testament because, oh, it doesn't matter anymore. It's like, well, a lot of the things in the Old Testament do matter, but um, most anyway. Of it, most of it, yeah. Yeah, and so that's a really big problem. Like, this entire thing of, of having these priests, these bishops and stuff, and, and, and not only that, they take in very, like, very distinct roles in the church where it's not just that the priests are always right, but the, the priests in the Catholic Church and the bishops in the Catholic Church are your gateway to heaven, like, in order for you to be forgiven of your, um, of your sins, of your venial sins, of your mortal sins, you have to go to a priest, and you have to confess your sins, and then they have to forgive you. That, that's, that's against everything you read in the Bible. There's nothing in the Bible that, I mean, everything is like, please try to communicate with Jesus Christ, you know, please try to communicate with God. Um, there is never in the Bible, is, is there ever a moment where it's like, you, in order for you to be forgiven, you have to communicate to someone who will then forgive you, like a human person. I think there is you. there is some value to that, though. There, oh no, there's there's there's, there's definitely parts in the Bible that say you should confess to people. Yeah. Um, but they, not as like a mandated thing. Like those are things that are meant to help you spiritually, but that is not that is not your key. The only key you need to get into heaven is Jesus' sacrifice. And so, and like, that's the important part. There's obviously lots of other things that would help you get into heaven, like that, that will help you spiritually so that you can get into heaven, right? Like if you're going around murdering people, you know, you, I mean, sure, you can still maybe believe in Jesus Christ and accept his salvation, but if that's what you're continuously to do, like that's going to keep you spiritually unhealthy. It's going to, it's going to make you, make it very difficult for you to keep that mindset. Um, what I'm talking about is like, no, it's specific. It's like, no, you would have to go to a priest. You have to confess your sins. And if you die before you confess your sins again, and you've committed a mortal sin, like they're not, they, a, a lot of Catholics would say, yeah, you're not going to heaven. Because yeah, you are, uh, you are in a state of mortal sin until you confess. Okay. That's so strange. Here's very here's, bizarre. Here's what I'll say about that. Yeah, I, you, you're kind of convincing me. Um, 
Because, I mean, I, I do think that that's pretty stupid. I've always thought that. That's like, if you're in a state of moral sin, you can't accept communion because you're in your own sin. I like... <sighs> yeah. I, I don't even know, like, if I have any way to... Um, where did David just go? Oh, he's going to the restroom. What a pussy. Um, let's just talk shit about him while he's gone. No, there was something I was going to say on the last part. What was it? Uh, fuck. I'm, I want to be like Kanye and be like writing stuff down during... Have you seen the Lex Friedman Kanye interview, Adam? Um, no, I have not. Oh, here's Paul Called by God. This is actually just the next sentence in Galatians that I did not read, but... Um, I want you to know that the gospel I preach is not of human origin. I did not receive it from any man, nor was I taught it. Rather, I received it, revelation from Christ. So again, just this idea of the ch even the church as being someone who could possibly speak infallibly is is just um, I mean it's clearly not supported anywhere in the Bible. Like it was never meant to be some a uh, uh, a thing that a man could do. Like Jesus speaked spoke perfectly because he was sinless. But like the Pope is not sinless. He is not able to you know fulfill that role. And nowhere in the, and that's the problem. Nowhere in the Bible does it talk about these things. Like this is all stuff that was just made after the fact. And and in many cases very long after the fact. Like it was I mean Peter did not really want to be a pope and it wasn't until like hundreds of years later that this stuff actually really started getting into like started being cemented. Like this was like this was like a gradual thing where if I mean I would say that people are trying to like you know grab power or we're just like uh, disillusioned with with how how the bible worked but in any situation like these this is not a good reading of the text you should be reading the bible first so i mean i'm showing you contradictions so where's the where where's the evidence and there is none there's like no spot where it talks about these things and that's problematic yeah all right Adam has won the, the bout on capitalism. Oh, I'm not even remotely time. close to done, okay? Okay, all right, all right. The body and blood of Christ. This is something that they call the Eucharist. I don't know how... Probably our... I would imagine most of our crowd is not super informed on Catholic theology. Except for Spencer. I know Spencer is a Catholic. Sorry, Spencer. I'm going hard today. It's okay. You can still reform. There's lots of other denominations. What if you just really like the wafers and the wine? Um, the wafers and wine are good, <laughs> yeah, but... Yeah, what if they're, like, bus and bus? But, but like, that, this is just a smaller thing. I had a couple, I had a couple like, just smaller ideas that I wrote down, but the I have one more big one, so I guess I'll just save that one for the end. But, um, but the, the body, the, the Catholics believe that the, the, the wafer and the wine are actually transformed into the body and blood of Christ. And they don't mean that in like a metaphorical sense. They mean that, yes, it keeps the the look of bread and wine, but it is actually like magically and spiritually transformed into the actual body and blood of Christ. That is like, that is how the Eucharist works. And only, and here's the other thing, guess, guess who can do the Eucharist? Only priests. Only priests. <laughs> only priests. So you can't, that's the other thing. If you're if you're not going to church, if you if you don't have a church, or if you don't have a priest, you can't even accept this thing, which is a sacrament, which will help, which is one of the ways that you need what you need to do in order to go to heaven. And so, but anyway, um, and that's just ridiculous because if you think about the Old Testament, like um, they were very against the drinking of blood. 
I, I don't know if you knew that, but um, but like the Jews. Oh. Like that was a very big thing. Do you, have do you have you remembered like reading about that? Uh, I know that even today, the kosher thing they have to cut the cow's throat in a certain way and have it drain out. Mm-hmm. They still yeah. Oh. And so I mean now. and so Sorry, Christ. I just remembered what I was gonna say on on your point. Can you keep the pause? I'm gonna, I, no, I'm gonna just finish it. It's it's short. I'm just gonna point this out. <laughs> Um, but it's like, you know, Jesus is going around to these people. There's no way that these people were willing to drink the blood, like actual blood or like even like after that. Right. Like that's just that it's outlawed by the old Testament. Um, so that's not that, that also is something. And, and there's lots of that entire dinner. What was it called? The first supper, that entire thing, the last, yeah, my bad, my bad brain fart. But like everything in there was meant to be symbolic. There's so much. If you if you read the the books concerning Last Supper, you can see that everything in it was meant to be symbolic. And what the Catholics have done is they've twisted it and they made it into something that it was clearly not meant to be. Um, okay, Lucas, your point. Oh, I was just gonna say on the confession point, like, like yeah, like I I realize like the danger of of having. Uh, bad priests and like that turning people away like i that, that's what i was gonna say is my problem with the papacy like people are like well if you look at their rates of child rape then it's actually way below the school system the american school system and it's like all right i get that that's true but teachers are also disgusting creeps and priests are supposed to be like the highest of the high like you should expect like near none mm-hmm. um like these are supposed to be people who are elevated in a metaphysical sense right like so that's like like a point where like bad priests do turn people away from the faith but then uh i remember specifically my boy clay was uh he was talking to me about um growing up in the church and he was like yeah like it was just kind of weird because i remember i'd never confessed and so the priest told me i should confess so i went to confession and i didn't know what to say but i was like well, uh, I drank, you know, I, I, I drank a little bit, um, you know, and he, he perceived that as a sin because, you know, he probably meant I got drunk. Like I, like I, I he may, he might've said that I got drunk. And then what is the priest supposed to say then? Well, first of all, if you don't know about Catholicism, once again, the priest has divine for, uh, forgetfulness. So as soon as he leaves the, uh, the, the, the chamber of, of where he's hearing you speak, uh, he he is forget he forgets everything right, he never brings it up again to anybody right. Um, he might not actually forget it because he's human, but the divine forgetfulness is that it, it it is it plays no role in his life, right. But then when he said, "Oh priest, I've gotten drunk," like Father, I've gotten drunk, instead of saying, "Oh the Father forgives you," instead of that, the priest said, "Where did you get the alcohol?" Which in the context of a priest having divine forgetfulness there's no point in asking a procedural question because the priest is going to forget that when as soon as he leaves the thing so what's the point of asking a procedural question about the, like about this case right mm-hmm. um you could be asking a spiritual question like well how did you feel about the how doing this alcohol or or did you make any realization after you, like you can make spiritual questions but a procedural question about where did you get the alcohol is in the context of divine forgetfulness completely pointless question and uh and Clay even said, like, Clay didn't understand how to, like, put this forward to me, but it made sense to me once he said because he was like, I just thought that was a weird question because aren't they not supposed to say that? And I was like, yeah, no, Clay, they're not supposed to say that. They're just supposed to say, you are forgiven, or they're supposed to inquire spiritually. Um, 
so yeah, I, I do. I mean, I, I, I do think a lot of elements of the papacy of, of the confession are kind of dumb. But like I said, this is like why I'm, I'm, I'm on Christ's pill above all else. I'm just like, well, and that's what I, you're. I'm just that's though. what you're called to do, and that's why the that's why Catholicism proves to be so problematic for the Christian community because it's now the biggest denomination, and like, I mean, just from reading, I mean, I've I've gone to to a lot of different groups. And I'm definitely very sympathetic. I've been to like a lot of different churches. I went to the bat when I was in Miami. I was mostly going to like a Baptist church, but I mean, obviously, our father brought us up um, uh, uh, Lutheran, or well, not really. He was pretty lazy. Um, but and uh, most of my friends up here in Fairbanks have been Protestants and Calvinists. Um, but like in all those situations, it even. I mean, it just it. Th those are all like twists. They they all have their little twists. Like the Baptists, they take these specific, um, these specific verses, and kind of twist them a little bit. Not necessarily in a bad way. Like maybe it is a correct interpretation. I'm not saying that. But that's that's what creates all these different denominations is these different understandings. But when it comes to specific ones, especially cults like Mormonism and the Jesuits, the like Jehovah's Witnesses. And, and Catholicism, there is an insertion of their own scripture. There is always um, a call to authority. Um, like the Mormons, they have their new book, and they talk about all these new prophets, which the Bible is specifically against. Um, and the same thing goes for the Jesuits. Um, and so, and I mean, it's always the same situation in each of these cases. And I think that's why I just wanted to spend a little bit of time to, to speak out about it. Um, because I think Catholicism, I mean, very based in a lot of ways, like in a lot of ways, they are more traditional and understand the Bible like very well. Like when they do talk about the Bible itself, they, I think they generally have a pretty good understanding. But the problem is, is that they're doing all these things that aren't called by, aren't um, referenced by Jesus anywhere in the New Testament or the Old. And that is like really, really bad. And so that's why I'm like, you know, if you, if you had said that you like baptism, I probably wouldn't have brought it up again but in this case um i just wanted to like kind of bring up the problems i had um and it, th there was a couple more i did like a little bit of research after that and uh they've got this thing called the treasury oh actually mary is sinless too that's another thing that is just never never once referred to in the bible like in the catholic church mary is like this very influential figure and is very much worshipped like you i believe you pray to mary right lucas yeah, you do pray to Mary, but you're praying through Mary. Like you pray, like you're praying to Christ, but through uh, Mary. You can pray to any of the saints, but it's because the saint is de delivering your uh, prayer. Right, which again is just really weird. And and this idea that Mary is sinless is also very weird. And is I I'm I I I have I haven't read the uh, the New Testament in a while. I've been I've been starting at the beginning right now, um, but um, but I don't think like anywhere. Is that I think in many cases, I don't have the specific verses, but I think in many cases it's pretty specific about Jesus Christ being the one sinless um, being, um, and at the very least, Mary is never referred to as a sinless being in in any of the books. Um, so that's also a very weird thing that they are like they are very fascinated with Mary in that in in the Catholic Church. Um, but the last thing I was gonna say, this is my big one, um, is that the cat. Catholicism is distinctly unique from pretty much all the other denominations, um, also f because they require works. 
Um, which that probably sounds weird to you, because you said Works. you were a Baptist, right? Not um, a Baptist. Not a Baptist. More, it's more. Oh yeah, evangelical. Uh, evangelical. Yeah. Yes. Um, but there's this fascination with works. They've got these things called the sacraments, which are things that you are supposed to do. Um, and when, when, like, Clay, was that your friend's name, Lucas? Yeah. I mean, most likely when he left the thing, um, the priest probably said something along the lines of, like, you know, the, God forgives you, now do this. And that could be a couple right. of things. Sometimes it's paying money to the church, which is bizarre. It, put in ten dollars as a tithe. That's bizarre. Uh, and, or it's something as it, it could be something easier too. It could be something like saying like say ten Hail Marys, or ten Our Father Our Fathers. Is is that one of them? Do they say they say Hail Mary? Do they say Our Father? Is that like one of them? Um, I thought they had more than one. I think one. it's uh, the main one is uh, ten Rosaries, but uh, I don't right. know exactly. Yeah. Um, but it's this idea that. It is a combination of grace and works that gets you into heaven. And that is absolutely ridiculous. If you've read any of the New Testament, Paul is completely against that. Jesus is against that completely. Uh, you look at Romans, um, talks a lot about how, you know, grace is your salvation. You don't need your works. You only need grace. And Catholicism has, for some reason, instituted this idea of works as being one of the important things in towards reaching um, your salvation. Um, to the point where I just looked this up, this is what I was reading, like right before I uh, got in the pod, they have this thing called the Treasury of Merit, where you're, the saints and the works of, the works of the saints and the works of Mary, and these things that, these people are exceptional, where they've done works beyond what they need to do to get to heaven, mm. And so it's almost like a fucking battery in a way where they take those works and they store them. And then what the priest will do is he will, he will borrow from this or not borrow, but he will take from this treasury of merit and like bestow that onto you. Um, and, and like use those works to help you reach your salvation. That's just retarded. It's the treasury of merits. But it all comes together into this weird thing where there should never be a treasury of merits. It is through God and Jesus. It's through Jesus' sacrifice that you are saved. Nothing else. To make know? something up and then also cheat in that way is so... It's so weird. It's, yeah. like, it's like the Jews. You know how they... Do you know about the wires in like major cities in the United yes. States? Yes, yes, yes. It's kind of like that where... For, the, <laughs> for those of to, you who are trying to trick God with this wire. <laughs> yeah, for those of you who don't know what David's talking about, is the Jews are not allowed to go outside on Sundays, right? Yeah, on the and Sabbath. On the Sabbath. They can't, they can't oh, do yeah, any work yeah. outside their house. And these big wires. They have wires that are like sort of... Oh, I've got to make sure that's in. Uh, they have these wires that are supposed to like represent walls yeah so that they can go wherever they want because they've got strings everywhere. well it's so they can like lift a certain amount of weight within that thing because they can't like lift that amount of weight over the weekend but also so, i listen yeah. to well that but also i don't even okay they're, they're not a lot of certain weight they're not a lot of like some of them are not i mean if you're a hardcore jew you won't even bring your medicine from one place to another so you're not allowed it's, it's because you're not allowed to work on sundays and that's been interpreted as because you're not allowed to work you can't actually carry anything so the only thing you're allowed to carry you can't even carry your child Unless they are too, unless they are like literally too young to walk, you can't carry your child. 
But if, if, if they can even walk a little bit, you're not allowed to, like, help them out. And so, yeah, it's kind of this bizarre thing, but they have strings that kind of get around it. But I, I was also listening to Ari Shafir, so, you know, I guess he's a comedian, so it's not, like, too much. But I did look into it, and it is kind of true that if... So if you leave a light on on Friday, you can't turn it on all weekend, right? Mm. Because you can't interact with electricity over the weekend. Um, so, like, if you left a light on in your room, you're going to have to fucking sleep with the light on all weekend. But if you have a, a, a goy there, then you can imply to the goy that you'd like the light shut off. And you can't say it outright, but you can heavily imply. So it's like they do all these things that they trick God and it's all from like like that rule and the rule you were just talking about is all from like this uh, circle of elder rabbis that like existed a long time ago that basically discussed all these fucking weird religious hypotheticals and they were like well alright here's how we can play this one like with the ham soup and like you can only have one sixtieth of ham if a goy throws a piece of ham into the city communal <laughs> soup <laughs> and if it has more than one sixtieth of ham you, you that's ham soup but it's like they have all these things where it's like they're trying to trick God. Like it's like, does God want you to turn off lights or not? Why would He allow you to strong, like strongly imply to a goy that you want the light turned off so He interacts with it? Like, that's yeah, that's kind yeah, of that, what Catholicism. That's, that's the vibes that Catholicism gives off. Oh, that's actually yeah. And I think Maybe. actually one of the other things is like I think I don't know if this is true, but I think like Israelites will hire or they'll hire people to carry um to carry their medicine for them. So that they don't have to do the work. But That's I don't so know. Funny. It's just like all these weird, super weird things. Yeah. Um, I mean, we could make fun of the Jews for days, but. God, I hate them. But just. <laughs> whoa. We hate them. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We, we love the Jews on this podcast. <laughs> just kidding. Come on. Um, but yeah, you I don't, I, I don't know if you want to refer to that, but like, I don't, I don't think you, you haven't, you haven't read the whole New Testament, have you? Lucas. No, but you, I mean, but I mean, but even though you haven't read it, you know that works is not required, right? Because it's literally everywhere. Uh, right. That's my understanding. Yeah. I mean, it's just referenced. It's referenced so often, which is why it is so bizarre because it always talks about, I mean, the New Testament is very heavy about how, at, like specifically the prophets um, are always talking about how the only thing you need is uh, the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. And so there's a lot of rewriting. Um, there's a lot of additions. They have the catechism, which is where they say that Mary is sinless. And because they're writing from a position of authority, the catechism is essentially like its own religious text. So they're essentially just adding to the Bible um, because they're allowed to, because they have divine authority. Um, but, I mean, all these things are just contradictions. It's like a lot of the points I brought up are specifically like... Um, are specifically refuted in the Bible, and some of them just aren't mentioned, and they've been they've been pushed in. But um, you really just have to wonder why. Like, what's the motivation? Because you know, priests—they're not doing it for the women. They're not doing it to get rich. <laughs> obviously, the Pope's not um, doing it. No, there was a. It's just well, a lot of it happened. So there's the Vatican during the Vatican. I think Vatican won, but, um, I mean, there definitely was a point where a lot of this was exacerbated to a terrible amount. Like, during a certain stage in the Catholic Church, I mean, there was people, I don't know if this 
this isn't why the Catholic Church started necessarily. I don't know why that, that could be just like, um, you know, the ego. That could be pride or it could be like delusion, right? Mm -hmm. Like the very first couple of people. Uh, but there was a stage in the Catholic Church where they were like, where people are literally paying to commit sin before they even went and did it. Like, they'd be like, How, okay, I'm going to go sleep with my brother's wife. How much do I have to pay? And they just, you know, and it was like, in, at a certain point, there was like a lot of uh, money laundering and just greed going on in the church. Um, but I don't know, if, I don't, I don't want to necessarily say that that's how it started or, or, or imply necessarily that a lot of the bishops are like that today. Like, I don't, I don't. I'm not saying that bishops today are yeah, just yeah. greedy and want the money for themselves. Well, it doesn't seem like there's anything in it for them at this point. Yeah, I, I think like most any... of the money goes into, like, I mean, I guess I'd have to look into it, but I don't think priests are making, like, an exorbitant amount of money. Like, that money's going into the church yeah. and making, like, nice buildings and, and charity and stuff like that. So I don't think it's necessarily greed now, but, um, but yeah, man, it's a, it's a, it, I mean, part of the reason it's so big right now is because it is a cultist mentality. It's the same reason Mormonism and Jesuitism got so big is because if you are allowed to dictate the rules and you say that these things are infallible and also you're not saved if you turn away from us, right? That's like a big thing is like, no, you need to do these things. And if you start to look at other sources, that's like with one of the Mormon things. They have a specific thing saying like, never, don't talk to people who don't believe, don't. Or like, don't let anyone try to evangelize you. Like, don't don't be critical with the Bible. Just believe what we're here to tell you. And the Catholic Church, in in some ways, has that same has that same thing about it, where it's like, no, just believe it. And that's why um, that's why people don't feel the need to read the Bible as much. And I mean, that's why it's so big. And if I were to guess, it's not like it's not like spurred on and like rolled by greed, but it's just. I mean, if you have a cult mentality and it's just gonna people be... promise you things, yeah. then, um, you know, I don't know. You gotta be, yeah. cri you gotta be critical with the Bible, boys. You gotta read it and decide what it means. You gotta speak to, you gotta speak to Jesus yourself. Dude, that's just, that's true. I mean, I, 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 <coughs> I what, what, my, my latest reform of the Slimosphere has it that. The, the three main outputs of the Slimosphere are... I'm sorry, but the three main outputs are leading thought, life in abundance, and introspection versus extrospection. But leading thought is, like, the most important. Like, that's, like... Well, it's not the most important part. But, like, leading thought uh, versus critical thought. Because, uh... Like, Can critical thought... Define... Sorry. Leading what? and critical... I was, I was laughing because I, lo I love the Slimosphere. Adam, you're laughing because you fucking hate me in real life. Um, dude, no, it's, just, okay. it's just so great that the slime sphere is developing. Like, soon we'll be able to draw infographics of it. <laughs> we'll put dude, out flyers. Well, okay, I mean, my, again, my goal is to do a thesis on this once I finish college. So, like, if I could, if like, if I finish with a philosophy major, <laughs> I want to have my That's thesis your, on the slime sphere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, would you still keep the word slime sphere? That still be the. Or would you try um, to... Well, I think we have to change it because of Sam Hyde. So if... How? Yeah. Yo, so He stole from us. The slimes. He literally stole from us. And Level it's two like, slime. I'm going to sue this fucking idiot. Please continue your Okay, thought. I just have to... Sorry. No, I, w I want to continue. I just... I have three more problems left, but fuck it. I'm not going to do them. 
And I'm just gonna take a picture of these things. No, just out. Lucas, do them. You have seven more minutes. We'll end the pod right here. No, trust me. Listeners. I guess it's been taking me like ten minutes each. Um, I'm so sorry. Yeah, the pod's coming to an end. I'm I'm literally not gonna organize these at all either. I'm just gonna take a picture of them like this. No, it's it's fine. I'll get like they're only worth two points each, and uh, I'll get like a ninety. Oh, but the final grade in that class is out of ten points. Oh man, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Um, (laughs) Okay, so as I was saying. Well, critical thought versus leading thought. Like, David asked me to define those terms, um, which I would love to do if it wasn't stupid and I don't have a source and it can't be in a dream. No, actually, um, uh, so critical thought is something that actually came from Marx. And, like, we, we use that term critical thought because of Marx. Uh, I can never use the word critical thought again. Well... It's just like it's important to understand where these words develop from because I do kind of hate Marx in a lot of ways. Like, even capitalism versus communism. Are you talking about our uncle? Like, what? Shut up. Like, the, 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 the capitalism versus communism, like, there's the inherent implication that capitalism and communism are both systems uh, because we are just accepting. Marx's uh, premises like and that's called begging the question when you have the premise inlaid with how you're phrasing the argument so the premise that there is capitalism like the the, the conclusion that capitalism is a system is embedded within that premise Um, and so it's the same thing with critical thought like uh, the idea that independent thought is necessarily critical and this comes from uh, so this comes from the term critical theory which is something that Marx developed um, but if you think about the word critical itself, what does critical mean? And this is a real question. This is not rhetorical. What do you guys think critical means? Uh, it's a YouTuber. Yeah. And ladies and gentlemen, he got it. Uh, <laughs> Did you have any? Yeah, I guess probably independent, Did... not untrusting, cynical. No, no, no. The word critical. The word, like, not critical thought as a term or phrase. Uh, Oh, critical. What does that mean? Important. Discerning. Okay, that's one definition, David, but I'm looking for the other definition. Uh, Um, um, Unhappy with. Or, yeah, I mean, challenge, like, to to challenge. Distrusting. Um. Dude, they're going to be so fucking pissed at me, these graders. I literally just laid eight pages on the floor, did not organize them at all, and I took a picture and some <laughs> I don't, gonna be bouncing I don't think my teacher would even accept that. What? You have... Give fuck. You have a couple more minutes. Do you want to take a I better like picture? I just... I, I literally just hit submit. Okay. Fuck. You can have... Oh. Sorry. Dude, you could have had a two-minute break. The not, pod is, is above all. I knew this pod would be your no. downfall. <laughs> I mean, the, the, that's the thing that I love, though, is that he has graders, so he doesn't grade it, so he's not going to be able to form a judgment of me based on how retarded I'm being about turning my homework in. No, but, the uh, grader who will grade all your future assignments will, though. Hey, fuck him. So, <laughs> if, 
like critical like like when you think about something going super critical no i'm just kidding that's another word as well that's not a definition as well. no critical as in i'm being critical of this thing well since you guys aren't giving me the exact word that i had in my head when i started this <laughs> i'm gonna tell you which is deconstruction but that is that is the real term that's what critical theory means that's that's critical theory marks is the theory of endless deconstruction and when you're being critical of something, you're deconstructing that thing. You're saying, this is how I'm, I'm breaking this thing down. Um, so, you might think that the phrase critical, uh, uh, constructive criticism is uh, oxymoronic because it sounds like constructive deconstruction. Uh, but it's actually not because, that, well, that is what it is. But, but like, constructive deconstruction means that there's a, a person or an idea developing on the other side. So you can't go and give constructive criticism to the works of Michelangelo or the Sistine Chapel. Like, it doesn't make any sense because there's no work or thing developing on the other side. So that's why constructive criticism involves breaking that thing down with the idea that there's a response from the developing project or person. Um, but but critical does mean deconstruction. And that's, that's what I think is so dangerous about using the word critical thought and why I, I switched to leading thought. Because uh, you can be critical with a lot of people. You can be critical with, like, a huge population of people. I think uh, this is, this is the, the greatest way I can put it. Is, uh, you guys know those broke, woke, bespoke memes that were going around, like, a while ago? Um, where it's kind of like an IQ bell curve. Like, this is, like, low IQ bell curve. I don't know why I'm drawing with my hand when we're doing a podcast. But this is the IQ bell curve. Low end is broke. Middle range of, like... 90 to 110 IQ is woke and then high end is bespoke uh, that's how you can think of the meme listeners and uh, so broke is like well god damn it Christopher Columbus is a goddamn motherfucking hero and he did the best and he's goddamn the greatest and he never did nothing wrong woke is well uh, actually I think he's the worst he's actually a demonic horrible person he's actually like the worst genocidal person in history and then you get to bespoke and i know you think you know what bespoke's gonna be but you don't the real bespoke is that you were given the broke interpretation as a grade schooler so that you would break that very thin mask of cynicism and enter the woke and think of yourself as a critical thinker that's the crucial part is they want you to think of yourself as a critical thinker because now you're in this big woke controllable block where they gave you this super simple explanation they gave you this broke explanation because they never wanted it to last the, the 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 educational establishment never wanted that interpretation of columbus to last they wanted you to break through that super thin veil of cynicism now you can be critical with a whole group of people that's why people are like well i'm very critical of the place it's like yeah okay you and your 95 friends who all told think the exact same way as you the exact same way and if they didn't they wouldn't be your friend um that's that's why critical thought is dangerous because it's not it's not good enough it's not good enough to have deconstructive thought it's not that that, that, that doesn't mean anything it, it, what you need is to have thought that diversify that is different from your peers that you're willing to say something that like your peers don't agree with like adam coming on being like catholicism is shit like like he just gets takes every once in a while adam literally just like five days ago he just texted me in discord and he's like Hey, I think Catholicism is kind of cringe. And I was like, 
I didn't have notifications on, so I saw it like two days later. But I, that's all I sent. So I was like, all right, I know Adam's got something brewing about this. Mm-hmm. But that's what I love is like Adam has a high level of leading thought. He's scoring high in the leading thought category of the science sphere because he's having thoughts that are not hetero or that are heterodox rather with his peer group. And that's that's what I want. Like like when somebody says to you, what's your most controversial opinion? That instead of giving them some hot take on a movie or a video game or some piece of media or telling them that actually you love pineapple on pizza or some stupid fucking baked in thing that you think is controversial, that you're actually going to give a controversial opinion when somebody says that to you. Um, that's that's kind of my rant on, on why leading thought is important. That's only one element. But yeah, that's are, is that a good enough definition, David? I think that is. <laughs> yeah. We did it. We That's did kinda, it. That's yeah, I understand work. what you're saying. Was it all just an explanation to that one word? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I mean that's just like I, I want to make sure like I'm I'm making a clear difference between critical thought and and like leading thought because because okay you know you know Bo Burnham have you guys seen Bo Burnham yes what he engages in is criticism like that's that's his thing is criticism and because he's being critical it kind of it separates him from criticism in a way um like if you watch his his uh his latest special or inside or whatever it was called (coughs) that came out during COVID or whatever um it's uh, it's all just being critical on different tropes like white woman's Instagram, Jeff Jeffrey Bezos, whatever. Like, uh, you're gonna make me vote for Joe Biden. Like, like it's all critical. I mean, it's funny. He, that's like his brand. He does satire. I'm not criticizing it, but but uh, when you get to, do you guys remember his movie where he made a movie about like this seventh grade girl, and it's like hyper realistic. Like the whole movie's like making you uncomfortable because it's like portraying these kind of social situations really well. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. No. Oh, you haven't seen that movie? It actually, it's a pretty decent movie, but um, but it, it it's it's critical in that like it, it can avoid uh, criticism, like it's critical because it's not brave enough to not be critical. So it's kind of making fun of these Ferris Bueller era movies where it's like you're painting this veneer over this uh, uh, these people. Even though that's, like, accepted as an art form. Like, we know Ferris Bueller. That's not, like, really real. But that's, like, accepted as an art form. But then when you get deeper below that and you're essentially making satires and criticisms of everything, then it just completely... uh, It it gets you away from the realm of being, like, criticized. Like, like, if you make Spaceballs as compared to Star Wars and somebody says, well, Spaceballs is really just a travesty. It's a terrible movie. It's like... Uh, yeah, it's a satire, you fucking idiot. Like, you, you're kind of, like, dejected from any criticism. And also, you're not even that involved in the movie because it's, like, whatever is not good about it, you just be like, well, it's meant to be a goofy, dumb movie, right? Um, so, that's generally my point about criticism and people making criticism to avoid criticism themselves. Um, and that's why I think that that's, like, not a value that we should value in society. We should value leading thought. We should value people who are willing to say some crazy off the wall shit about the Jews and how they're sorry JM Jewish media JM uh, I love that by the way did, did you see uh, Kanye West Lex Friedman podcast David if I heard it yeah 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 I didn't dude he's he's like like Lex Friedman's like Kanye West on the Lex Friedman podcast 
it's crazy. It's crazy. But oh, like, man. like Kanye is like, Kanye's talking about the Jewish media, and Lex is like, I, when you use that phrase, I, 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 that phrase is offensive. And he goes, oh, JM, sorry, JM, <laughs> like just <laughs> turns it into an acronym. I just thought that was so funny. But uh, um, very good podcast, by the way. Check it out. I mean. I don't even know if it's really a good podcast. Kanye speaks in a way that's like not intelligible at all, but it's like hilarious at the same time. Um, there was one more point. Oh, right. I'm sorry if you guys have any other topics. We can still get to those. But I just want to make this point that, about this uh, woman. I was having a woman moment. I, I went to... I was hanging out with this woman. And uh, I know, mistake number one. Don't tell me. But I... Idiot. <laughs> I um, I was talking to her about like, oh like I asked my friend about capital punishment and he said that uh, he didn't hadn't formed an opinion on it, and she was like, well no he has formed an opinion on it but he just or or uh, he said he hadn't thought about it. And I said isn't that crazy that somebody can go, like like all all growing up all we all were told is well you'll think of, you'll learn about that when you get older you realize what, what about that when you get older. And then people go their entire fucking life and they only think about their Instagram stories forever. Um, so I said that it's crazy that somebody could get to that age and not think about it. And she said, well, Lucas, he has thought about it. It's just that you're intimidating and you're very well read on these things. So people don't want to open up to you immediately because you're going to be a dick about it. And it's like, all right, kind of fair, kind of true. But I was like, at the same time, he hasn't thought about it with any real level of depth to where he can form a very leading thought opinion on it where he can be like oh here's actually my hot take uh execute everybody every every prisoner we shouldn't be paying for any prisoner we need to live in a legalist society like singapore everybody's execution you steal something execution like just some real hot take just some real leading thought take that he's earnestly behind and like that's my point of like he hasn't thought about it on any deep enough level to to form that opinion to form that uh deeper level thought and so that's what I said to her, and she was like, "Well, no, because like you asked me about my world philosophy and stuff, and I said I don't know, but really I've I've thought it out pretty 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 well." And I said, "Oh, really? Let me guess. Everybody should be nice to each other. We shouldn't fight any wars." And she was like, "No, no, no. That's not it. That's not it." And I was like, "All right, fine. Explain it to me then." She then went on like a thirty-minute fucking tangent, I'd like literally like garbledy gook, and then finally she's like. Yeah, so I guess I just think everybody should be nice to each other. And I was like, holy shit! You just wasted my fucking time! I knew that was gonna be... Because you're a white woman, so like, why is that... Yes, I know that you that's your... Your very developed worldview of a ten-year-old. That everybody should be nice... To, like, thank you for your additional conversation. It's like the third-wave feminists who are like, Well, if you just told men to stop raping people, it's like, Thank you! Thank you for coming to the fucking table! Thank you for wasting our time! We're trying to have a goddamn conversation here! <laughs> Sorry, but that was just my rant on my woman moment, my my recent woman moment. That's crazy. I'm not thinking. It is crazy. I'm not thinking about think like this? every woman I've ever had a philosophical conversation with. That's always been exactly what they've said. It's always what they get to. It's like it, you they give you like this super long runaround. They just eventually, well, people just stop fighting wars every few days to each other. I'm just, oh, I'm gonna stop your fucking brain. My roommate's probably trying to sleep, dude. It's midnight here. <laughs> yeah, we Whatever. should probably start to wrap this up. Dude, what? You guys don't have any more topics? We've only I can't been believe going you guys like have philosophical minutes. talks with women. 
Um, no, I, I mean, I'm literally... I mean, I do it because it's funny. Holy cow. Yeah, it's really just funny. I mean, I, I don't expect them to say anything insightful, trust me. I, I just do it to, like, uh, get the, you know, the fish face, like, where they just, like, go blank. I just bring up stuff that they, <laughs> I know that they don't know anything about. Just can you so tell them about it. gaslighting this woman, or are you not going to talk about it on the podcast? No, I'd, uh, it is so funny, but I'm not going to talk about it. Adam but, is so cringe. He's like, I'm not going to talk about it because they might find out. Bro, who gives a shit if they find out, dude? It's like, whatever, dude. It'd be funny as fuck, dude. Um, we've been doing, like, a little gaslighting. I've been gaslighting everyone so much more than normal. Like, now it's, like, it's really gotten to a problem where I, it, I've turned it into a hobby. Like, at work, <laughs> at work, I've been just fucking... Ask like every couple of minutes, I'll just walk over to the my neighbor's cubicle, and uh, and just ask him something that's like completely either like bizarre or just something like so, in some way that is just like I don't know, um, like gaslighting. Like I'll I'll try to like get him to go. I don't really know how to explain it. I don't want to give too many examples, but that's to say that uh, I I realized afterwards that cubicles are. Um, not very soundproof and so I was like I was like talking to him I mentioned a couple things I brought up the industrial revolution or sorry the industrial society um, and its future and stuff like that and so I was talking about like some things that were like kind of controversial and probably shouldn't be said in an office um, and then and then he like didn't know one thing that I was talking about so I was like dude everyone knows about that how do you not know about that so then I went around the cubicles and I was like have you guys heard of and then my boss and, like, the other dude that was working there was, like, they finished my sentence. And I was, like, they've heard everything I just said. Nice. Oh, my no, gosh. Dude, I play games with people at work so much. I, <laughs> it's really bad. So, I, you sometimes work with the same people for, like, a month or two. Yeah, well, you and just got to know your crowd. I, like, I knew this guy. I knew this guy wasn't going to snitch on me. Like, he seemed are, chill. But I, I snitched so on myself by doing it right in front of my boss's cubicle. I convinced one of them that I was a flat earther. And then immediately afterwards, convinced another one that I took 15 COVID shots. And she actually believed me. Oh, my God. I love doing... I said, see, I just I love said, doing stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, well, every booster makes you... It, it adds... I mean, one gives you 80% of the benefit, but if you take another one, you get 80% on top. That's 88%. That's so funny. That's 96%. I just over and over. Different people. Different things every time. Yeah, I convinced... Like, like, yeah, I saw UFO ones. I convinced a coworker that I, saw, I, I watched... I saw it right over there. I saw it descend. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so funny. I convinced I convinced everybody that I was a stripper once. Yo. This, that was a long time ago. Are you? A male stripper. I can believe that. And I... It's just, it's so funny, just pulling people's legs, and you never tell them. You never, yeah, when you I, never give it up. When I was working my dead end job in the restaurant industry, it was it was fun because I could do like a mass uh, gaslighting scheme where I just try to. I already talked about this, but where I was just trying to make everyone think I was like as NPC as possible. I convinced someone I watch two Marvel movies a week, and when I get through them all, I do it again. <laughs> nice. You are, but that is something you do though. Yeah, it is something I do though. That that wasn't part of the gaslighting. That was just thing is tangential. Dude, like, oh, if you had if you had a super controversial opinion, if you actually thought Earth was flat, and I tried to play along with you, and I kept saying like, yeah, well, dude, I'd never seen the curve in the horizon. You you'd know that I was lying. If you do that to a woman, they won't know. That's true. So you, they can be on about some hippie <laughs> stuff, like oh, I kept going. 
I I was listening to this music the other day, and it was four hundred. It was four hundred thirty-eight hertz, <laughs> Dude. and it really. And I was like, "Hey, me too." You just kind of do that thing, like, "Hey," in my yoga class the other day. I was, and these people actually exist. It is so sad. It's it's, it's like it's very. Hey, it's. What are you gonna do this winter? I'm probably gonna go to South America. Are oh, you gonna go to Peru again? Are you gonna do more yoga? Yeah, align your chakras. Kind of kind of get a little more grounded, you know. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, pretty nice. And they, they never catch on that you're making fun of them, ever. <laughs> it's so fun. No, Adam was saying the same thing with, like, a guy walking through another white woman's house and just reading off all of her art wall art. <laughs> and, like, the woman, like, thinking it was a real conversation. But also, yeah, women will just believe anything you say to them. I, I, I uh, Adam is a recent example of us talking to a mutual friend and me convincing this girl that, a guy really took a shit in the end zone in the NFL. <laughs> oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I was there. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. You. But dude, that's just crazy. How do I gonna believe that? Uh, but yeah, no, I love it. I love it. I love women. I love women. We well, love. We love women. That's why. Fun. That's why you don't really need to find a woman that has your worldview. I mean, if you're an actual, <laughs> if you're actually a powerful male, you can make you. You will convince so them. You will conform them to your worldview. If you can't do that, actually, I'll go a step farther. If you can't do that, you're not even deserving of a woman. You don't. No, no babe. Just babe, 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 pick babe, one, babe, 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 babe. Pick there's one dragons and outside. Them. Babe, there's a dragon outside. <laughs> no, you can't go out right now. There's a dragon just outside our door. Really? Really? Dude, and use whatever. Wait, is there? Yeah. Are you serious? Is there a dragon outside? Yeah, no, babe, I just saw it. Like, you can't go outside right now. There's a big fucking dragon. And, and use whatever and tricks... if she goes outside, she's not a keeper. If she goes outside, let her go. And use use whatever tricks you need. Like, uh, man, the crystals always turn a little bit red after uh, after one of your friends has had an abortion. Wait, really? And then just use that to slowly mold the exact perfect traditional... Use, like, all, like, the, the liberal bullshit to perfectly mold, like, a no, traditional conservative woman. That's the thing. You can, use, you can use their fucking moon signs and their crystals and everything. Yeah. And you just have to come and say, Babe, I just looked in the horoscope. It said that... Uh, if you get an abortion, you, no, no, you can't do it that direct. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta like Photoshop a star map and like just increase the brightness of certain stars and and then like connect the dots and say it spells that communism is bad. That's crazy. Like, just, just, yeah, yeah uh, something like that. That's very true. I I I, I had one more segment because I'm trying to go to a segment of the show. That's. That's kind of my long-term goal for this pod is to get to a segmented show where where I have segments and then we move I'm, along. I'm going to do a religion bashing segment <laughs> where I bash everything but Protestantism. Over the next Adam is a cringe Protestant. Uh, Sola Scriptura. I haven't looked into it too much. That's like one of the groups I've hung out the least with, but just from a surface level, they so, seem to make the most sense. I will say, so Sola Scriptura is the Protestant like view of like ju- just the just the scripture, just the Bible, Sola Scriptura. Um... But that, uh, and I, I can't list any specific things, so I'm sorry. But Carl did read me some specific passages from the Bible um, that were specifically about how uh, the Bible is not meant to be the only tool that you use to interpret the religion. Um, well, it's not. No, no, no. And again, and again, what I was saying was not that 
you're not supposed to use other people for help and that you're not supposed to use other things. It's the idea of them being divinely ordained and then therefore and then therefore being a part of the text. That's what's problematic. You can certainly like, you know, talk to your priest about issues that you're having or questions you have and, and like read books that are important um, and like help translate. But don't don't be part of the primal text. Like, oops, not primal text, but the initial text. Primal. Don't add on to the gospel. Right. Very true. Um, so that's his segment. David, you can come up with your own segment. But uh, my segment for, for starting out this idea of segments, and I want to get to the point where I have jingles for all of these. How long is the segment? Because we've been going for two hours, and I do have work in the morning. Uh, it's only going to take maybe an hour and a half tops. I don't think um, I can do that, man. So anyway, this is our, our make-a-wish segment. This is our, this is our <laughs> segment of the show where you can make any wish you want. We've just landed on a planet where there's a fucking wish fountain. Like, there's a, there's actually a working wishing well on this planet. Um, they call it the working wishing well planet. Anyway, every time you go, you can make a wish. So, now that we're here, we're touching down. Now we can make a wish. Um, I will start to inspire you guys. Because mm. I've already thought about my wish. Uh, so, you guys know, like, when you, <laughs> when you get into your room at night and it's, like, there's stuff on the floor. and But you, like... No, you can make it way to your bed, but you're like, you're trying to turn off the light and then make it to your bed. You know what I'm saying? Before the monsters get you. Well, no, like I'm just saying, like without tripping on anything, you're like, I have to make a mental map of my floor so I don't trip over all this junk on the floor, and then I can just. Make my Jesus, bed. what does your room look like? No, man? okay, it's you need to like clean your my room, room, bro. My bed is actually right by my light, but you should be able to relate to that feeling on some level. Yeah, I know. Of, I know. Like, making a mental map of, of, of the floor before turning off the lights. So. Anyway, my wish is that you could do that with reading. So, like, you could make, like, a mental map of the next few pages of a book and then keep reading it on your way to work, but, like, just in your head because you've, like, mapped out, like, <laughs> where the words are. And then you could just, uh... You mean you, mean you wish you had after a... you close the book. You mean you wish you had a photographic memory? Right, well, I don't really believe in photographic memory, but, yeah, if, if it were to exist, I would wish that, yes. You that, mean that, you that wish there were audiobooks? No, 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 no technology. But I'm saying you make a little mental map of the book. You, you make a mental map of the next few pages, and then you keep reading them. And then kind of the mental map as you get further in, it gets a little fuzzier, and you're like, okay, I got to stop here because I'm not remembering exactly what I said in the book. <laughs> that's really anyway, that's my wish. Uh, Adam, you go now. Uh, I think I know what David's wish is gonna be. What my wish is gonna be? Yeah, like if people, know some that? If people get yeah, if people get too smart, they die. Yeah. <laughs> it forces people into a into a purely yeah it's like a that actually would be really good and like you always have to be trying to keep yourself stupid because yeah like, yeah, yeah someone's like trying to teach you that. no stop like no that's how they like kill like prisoners of war they like we'll just start teaching them a bunch of shit and they're like damn that's really uh, interesting no mine was really but they have lame. to do it with like these audiobooks that like nobody can listen to other than the prisoners anyway sorry no, like, that's your ears. You know there's a muscle in your ear that quiets your hearing? That's cap. The tempered okay. timpani? It's, it's true, like, it's the reason why you don't go deaf from hearing one gunshot. But just say your ear could silence things that are too loud. That's your wish? What's your wish? Like that's my wish. Version of that. Yeah, you right. just said that thing exists. You just said that exists and no, now you're wishing for it. No, I'm, well, that, the muscle gets tired. So, like, okay. 
So you wish the muscle didn't get tired? Well, no, if you listen to music really loud, the muscle will get tired afterwards and things will sound kind of loud and hearing will be painful. Just that you have a robust system in your ear like, hey, uh, I'm going to shoot guns today. I'm going to turn it down 40 decibels in my ears. Like a compressor that's built in your head. Yeah, just built into your head. Wouldn't that be sweet? Yeah, that'll be that'll happen when we get Neuralink. That's happen, gonna happen when Elon gives it to us. Hopefully. And worse, the more I dislike someone, the more unlucky they get. <laughs> that is actually really good. I like that. Sorry, antagonistic. <laughs> that was really funny. Like someone cuts me off, and then as they're cutting me off, their coffee spills off their dashboard. But then if I and then they fucking fly off the freeway, crash <laughs> into a tree. Yeah, but yeah. It's, it's proportional to how much I dislike them. I'm just thinking about uh, every girl out of dates would just be breaking their legs all the time. Yeah, maybe every I, single girl out of dates would just be. Maybe I don't want pain. that. <laughs> you have to start liking the way I, I, I would be quickly labeled as a serial abuser. Wow, that's the fifth girlfriend you've had that fell down the stairs. This is. <laughs> <laughs> I just ran into a door. I just ran into a door. But she actually is running into the door. Yeah. You just hate her that much. It's like all the excuses that they normally give. But it's actually happening to them. But then you'd be feared in your community, just like you've always wanted. Alright, well, I, 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 I will let Adam go because he does have work and he's being a little bitch. Even though he stayed until 2 a.m. last night. But I two have... hours is enough, I think. Thank you. I mean... It's not really enough. Oh, spacerangerstone at gmail.com. Give us, shoot us an email. Any topics you want to hear discussed. Any cocks you want to see sucked. Any songs you want to hear song parodies of. Actually, I won't do that one. Uh, but also, <laughs> tell us what you had for breakfast this morning. And, uh, yeah, I think that's about it. Anything else? Any closing comments? Uh, David, you need to end on a white pill. Yeah, David, bring oh, us do a, white I have pill. a white pill. White pill to close on. Uh, it's all gonna be okay. That's perfect. Are that's, we, are we that's all gonna make lovely. it? Are we all gonna make it? We're all gonna make it. Wag me. Yes, we're all gonna we're make, all gonna it. make all it. it. All right. Thank you. See you next week. I do these is because every time I listen back to a pod, I absolutely hate everything I say. So then I feel the need to make another pod to push that one farther back so that if someone starts listening to the pods, they hear my better pod where I do a better take. But then I listen back to that pod and I'm like, oh god, I sounded even worse. So then I'm, then I'm like, okay, well, now I have to do another pod so that if someone starts listening to these pods, I don't sound retarded. That's why I make. That's why I record guitar music. Huh? That's why I record guitar music. Yeah. Like, wow, this can't be my most recent. This yeah. can't be the last yeah. chapter. Yeah. That's okay. I felt like that one went all right. <laughs>